Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice. How's my voice today? Is it better? It's better. It feels like it's getting better. It's better. So, yeah. Right, well. I mean, we're, we're at least at 16 now. Well, it's just There's a little no husky today. You know? A, little, a little, little rasp to it, yeah. you know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's something I should look into. Trying to get that kind of raspy voice. I don't know. I mean, beard's looking nice. You may be able to get a date to prom this weekend. You know? Oh, is prom this weekend? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, actually, for like, I think for a lot of folks, it was last weekend. Judging okay. by the book of face. Yeah, you look at, at the book of face, and yes, there was quite a few tuxedos and, and prom dresses out there. But the, the the prom of coffee houses is Strange Brew Coffee House. That's where all dreams come true, and that's where you know. The, whoever you want to dance with, be it an albino squirrel, a blueberry co- cobbler, or just you know coffee black, however you want to do it, it's available to you there at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. You know the things that you want. They have them there at Strange Brew. It's a match made in heaven right there on Highway 12 or on University Drive or in Tupelo or maybe somewhere else, some, somewhere down the road. Or at your house. They, they ship. <laughs> All options are available to you. Uh, College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to shop this Maroon Mother's Day. You want to make sure you are taking care of the ladies in your life that cheer for the maroon and white. The easiest way to do that is with a trip to College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by Half Shell, the Half Shell. Or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Clothes, MSU knickknacks, MSU memorabilia, Everything you're looking for, maroon and white, they've got it for you at College Corner. Make sure this weekend that you've got Humble Taco on your agenda. It's on your list of places to to see here in Starville. If you haven't been yet, you're missing out. If you you have been there, well, then you know what we're talking about when we say you won't find a more unique and outstanding Mexican restaurant, not just in Starkville, but in the state of Mississippi. Things going on there that you're not going to see anywhere else. Mississippi products being turned into Mexican classics. It's Mexican fare with Mississippi roots, a great wine and beer list, local stuff all over the map, margaritas on tap, a huge patio. What's not to like? Head over to Humble Taco on University Drive. It is Rumblin's Day. You know what that means. It means we answer questions. Yeah. Very simple. I want to give a shout-out to a couple of our listeners who uh, reminded me that it is Rumblings Day. I had not done a tweet, and I saw we had a couple questions in, and I was like, oh, I better, I better ask. And then what followed after that is maybe one of the most action-packed nights in my mentions ever as people were answering questions left and right. People were returning fire on them. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> Celebrities getting involved in there with Steve Robertson, swinging punches, trying to keep his questions clean. We'll see who did what today. But let's start off with Alexandra Watson, who wants to know, 
If someone you know requests to follow you on Instagram, is it rude to not follow them back? Now, I don't do Instagram. Are you a big Instagrammer? I mean, I am on Instagram. I, I don't check it daily or anything like that. I mean, I, I scroll through occasionally, um, probably once every couple days. Mm-hmm. And uh, I might post something every, every now and then. But I, I'm, not, I'm not as big into Instagram as I am other social media right. mediums. That said, if someone I know follows me on Instagram... 99.9% of the time I'm following them back. I'm trying to think of a situation why, why, why I would Here's the not. question. Do you have to request a follow on Instagram? Or it, it depends. Just... It's, it's like Twitter. Some, oh, are, so some are private. Some are private. Okay. Some are so not. So somebody requested to follow your private account, I would say... I would say you need to follow them back. Yeah, I mean... It would have to be, to me, a special circumstance to not follow them back. Like they got really ugly children. Well, I was going to say, like, if it's your, uh, I don't know, I don't know anybody's marital situation here or anything like that, but, like, if it's, uh, like, your spouse's ex or something. Like, mm-hmm. at, at okay, that okay, point, yeah, yeah. maybe you don't follow yeah, yeah, them back, yeah. but, like, yeah. okay, I guess most, most of the you time. You probably shouldn't accept their request to follow either at that point. I mean... Yeah. But if you have a public one, what can you do? But that's it. I mean, like, if you're like, maybe you want to follow that person back. If you're like, you know, your kids spend half the time with them, half the time with I see you, what that you're kind saying. of deal, I too. So saying. I'm trying to, most of the time, in, in almost all situations, I think you, you, the right thing to do is to follow back. Right, right. If not, it's kind of awkward the next time. It is. It is. Uh, Crystal wants to know do you think folks in other countries will be like, ooh, I want American tonight? Let's go to McDonald's. What a fantastic question. I think that they... Obviously, McDonald's exists in other in countries. Yeah. We all know about the Royale with cheese. But do you think they say, I want American tonight? I feel like the answer is no. I agree. I agree. I think they just say, I want to get a cheeseburger. You know... Why do we not do that? Why do we not say, you know, I want a quesadilla tonight? Why do we say, I want Mexican? Like, why, why come we don't okay, say so specifically I, what we are uh, going I'll, for? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why the answer to that. Because, you know, you go, you want a quesadilla, but what kind of restaurant sells the quesadilla? Is a Mexican, Mexican restaurant. restaurant yeah. And the other person might not want a quesadilla. So if, I'm, if you and I are hanging out and I'm like, man, you want to go get a quesadilla? You might not say yes to that. But if I say, you want to go get Mexican? You're all in. You're probably going to say yeah. There's Same no- thing with like, I want spaghetti. If I say, you want to go get some spaghetti? I don't know. <laughs> you want to go get Italian? Oh, yeah, I probably want to do that. Because I can find something on the menu that I want to eat. Sure. And also... But nobody has an American... In America? Yeah. Like, I mean, Mi Hacienda, right over here, I mean, I could throw a football and hit it. Yeah. It says Mexican restaurant on the the side of the building, I believe. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure there isn't anywhere overseas that says American restaurant. There are places that say that. There are places like American Grill and stuff. You think so? Yeah, I think so. There's the American Deli. That's That's big in malls. I know that. But that's here. I'm saying like oh, over overseas. There. Like, if you're in Europe, is there a restaurant somewhere that's like... That probably is. You know what that well, is? Like, Mi Hacienda in Spanish. Well, I'm probably, not good at Spanish, but that stands for, like, my house, right? It's probably, like, the and, Olive Garden over there. Like, Olive Garden looks tries to look like an Italian pl- place that's in Italy. Yeah. There are probably restaurants that try to look like they're in America. You know, big portions, Statue of Liberty, American flags, whatever. Guns. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's probably like a big touristy thing. Like, the, the locals don't go there. But you probably got to be be careful where you put something like that. Because, I mean, America is not always beloved. I wouldn't put it in downtown Beirut. Yeah. yeah. I can make that joke. I'm Lebanese if anybody's getting upset. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't think now. I think you could put it in London. I don't think there's a lot of people still holding a lot of ill will, you know, about the colonials who broke away. I could be wrong, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's an interesting question, though. That's an interesting question. Do we I'll, have any overseas uh, correspondence that we can hit up? To? We have some listeners. I had to do some research for a question later. We definitely have some overseas listeners. So if you want to ch- chime in and let us know on Twitter, do you uh, do you eat American from time to time? That's a good one. All right. Here we go. Uh, Lake and Waddle, Joel, on a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you about the brave slow start to the season? What do you believe the biggest problem is this team has right now? Uh, I'm still not overly concerned because, as Freddie Freeman so eloquently said, after Sunday's doubleheader debacle, um, there's still 140-something games left to play. True. Um, what am I most worried about? It's actually right now, despite the fact the offense is what has struggled the most, mm-hmm. I'm more worried about the pitching. Because the guy that you want to be your ace, Mike Soroka, his shoulder now is bothering He, he may not pitch until June at the earliest. Uh, Max Freed, who's like ace number two, I mean, he's been hurt, and he's been awful when he's pitched. Uh, Drew Smiley, the guy you gave $11 million to, like a month into the offseason to come in and kind of be your back end of the rotation stabilizing force, he's been hurt and he sucked. Hmm. Uh, so uh, the, the pitching staff is really – and the bullpen hadn't been great. So the pitching has concerned me more than anything because I think Freeman's going to hit, Ozuna's going to hit. Darno probably ain't going to have the season he had last year, but he's going to hit. Albie's going to hit. It's pitching. But am I overly concerned? No. I, I think at the end of the day they're going to be right there in September – playing meaningful games, trying to win a division. Okay. Ty Hamill wants us to rank what these football recruits would have made, what kind of impact they would have made had they come to Mississippi State. He's got A.J. Brown, Cam Newton, Ndamukong Suh, Keyshawn Johnson, and Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is not really recruited by Mississippi State, but his grandfather did go to school here. His dad went to school here, didn't he? I can't Was it just the granddad? Okay. Obviously, the number one is Cam Newton. Yes. I don't know if that team wins a national title, but they compete for one. I mean, and he plays the most important position yeah. in sports. Right. I don't know how good Burrow would have been here. Like, Joe Burrow is a good, great college quarterback. That, that was highly – I mean, he was good. But he was surrounded, he was surrounded by elite by, talent. Yes. And Cam Newton is just a force of nature. He made everybody – like, there weren't – how many first-rounders played with Cam Newton? I don't think any. I mean, for, Cam Newton was that year's Auburn Tigers. Yeah, so Newton won – Ndamukong Suh is probably two, to be totally honest. A totally def- the dominant defensive tackle. Now, the problem is he would have been stuck on terrible teams. Yeah. So I don't know how much, Im- I think, impact on the overall. Okay, so if it's A.J. Impact- Brown, maybe two. So I got to actually I gotta bring Ndamukong Suh down. And that he might have been the best player, but for overall team success, I mean, I don't know that he's a huge difference maker because he would have been totally hampered by the offense he was playing with. <clears throat> So AJ Brown is probably two gives gives Nick Fitzgerald a real threat at wide receiver. Keyshawn Johnson's three because you're pairing him up with Eric Moulds. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been really tough to not be good. So we're gonna go. You'd had Ackerman's own Sheston Coleman at that same time, right? <laughs> yes, and Tupelo's own Chris Jones for that matter. <laughs> Before there was Chris Jones from Houston, there was Chris Jones from Tupelo. So let's go starting with Newton, Brown, Johnson. Burrow, suh. There you go. 
Isn't it Sue, by the way? Is Not it Sue? Saw. I don't know. I mean, I always called him Sue. He's a dolphin when he was a dolphin. So. The Dominican Sue? I think it's like Sue. But I could be wrong. I don't really care that much, to be totally honest. A boy you. named Sue. We're going to get a lot of people who I don't care. Tell you what, mm-hmm. he's good. He's fantastic. In college, he should have won the Heisman Trophy. He just should have. Carter Bentley, if Monday night was supposed to be a super pink moon, why is it not neon pink outside? Well, that's what, that's what you have when you have the neon moon. <laughs> according to the... Uh, Lonesome feeling. According to the, those great astronomers, Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> Casey Musgrave's version is pretty good, too. I don't, know if heard that. I don't know that person, but sure. Yeah, she's. They did like a Brooks and Dunn did like a remix CD where they had several other artists come oh, yeah? in and sing with them some of their songs. Yeah, Neon attention. Moon. Casey Casey Musgraves did I Neon might look Moon. Into that. It's really good. Her version's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you were to William Taylor Ball, if we were going to make the Super League of college football, who makes the cut? So they had twelve teams. So let's do twelve. Alabama. Yes. Clemson. Yes. Georgia. Yes. Texas. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma, LSU, LSU, USC, USC. All right, we guys, start thinking about TV at some point. Oregon, we, Oregon makes it. You want the West? You want the the, the Pacific Northwest? And they're better than uh, than Washington. Uh, did you say Ohio State? I have not. Ohio State. <laughs> we yeah, there. You got to put them in. Um, either Florida State or Miami or, or Florida is getting in. One of those three. Pick one. Florida. Florida, Florida State, or Miami. Yeah, Florida. Florida, two more. Notre Dame. Notre Dame is definitely in. Michigan. I'm, I'm trying to... We don't have anybody like a... Which they wouldn't be in at this point. They would have been 25 years ago, but like a Nebraska. We don't have anybody from uh, that, that part of the country. But who are we going to put in? Iowa? Yeah. No. Michigan's probably the correct answer here. Yeah, I guess so. All right. There it is. Your Mount Rushmore of fast food restaurants. Mount Rushmore. Ours are going to be fashion. totally different, I feel. All right. Now, he, we've we've done something similar to this before. And, like, are we going strictly, like, fast food chains like McDonald's, Hardee's, Wendy's, that sort of stuff? Or are things like... Because I think you've said it before, like, like Firehouse Subs is fast is, it's, it is, is, fast in, is it? Yeah, yeah. Because, so I mean, for to me, to me that's the, a different tier. There's a difference between a, the Mount Rushmore of what are the biggest. Like, you would be McDonald's, Burger King, KFC, Wendy's, right? What are your top four fast food restaurants? And your tier can be different than my tier. My, my tier is this. Popeye's, Taco Bell, Five Guys. You need a fourth one. Hmm. I feel like there needs to be a burger place. But that's not Five Guys, is that? <sighs> trying to think of like, where's what? Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, gosh, I don't know what order I'd put them in, so I'll just do my, what do you say, three or four? Yeah, it's Mount Rushmore. You need four. Ch- Chick-fil-A uh-huh. is on it. I'm actually going to throw the one that you were hating on on the Twitter yesterday on mine, Wendy's, Wendy's because I got, I got so many options there. There are a lot of I options. I got chili. I got baked potatoes. I got, I, I depend on what I'm feeling. Just hasn't been the same since the Super Bowl got canceled. Got the, uh, <laughs> I got the spicy chicken, which as I told you yesterday, it is a good sandwich. Is extremely underrated. It is good. Very good. Uh, so I, I'm putting Wendy's and Chick Fil A both on mine. Okay. Um, I mean, if if it counts, I'm putting Jersey Mike's. Okay. 
if that that's counts. A late, that's a new contender. We've just discovered them the last year. But we, you and I both eat there a lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, so I'll throw that on there. Mm-hmm. And a fourth one, let's see. Popeyes, yeah. Popeyes. All right. Uh, let's see here. Dalton Lee. Somebody answered his question. Let's see what happens here. Ha-ha. He got her. Good. Would you serve an 18... Somebody answered him. He did the right thing. Good job, Dalton. Would you serve an 18-month sentence in jail if it meant that you could punch the Vandy Whistler and disable his whistling ability forever? No. <laughs> I'm not spending 18 months in jail for you that guy. You would be a hero when you came out. Yeah, but a you... A god you, among men. You lost a year and a half of your life. Ah. You'd be treated well in the jail, too. Like, that's the guy that saved us all. Like... There would be a couple of weeks there after doing it where you would be like, I am the king of the world. Mm-hmm. But when you're six months in, you're like, I wouldn't worth it. I mean, are we, what kind of jail am I in? Am I a parchment? Like, parchment might be a bit much. But if I'm just like the local jail and I'm like one of the trustees hanging out with the deputies and watching sports, I, c- I could probably live with Picking it. up trash on the side of the road. Every like, now and are we guaranteed that like my wife's not going to leave me? Like she's like, you're just in jail for a year and a half. Everything will be normal when you come out. You know? There is no way in the world you would take that deal. That's a year and a half off of everything. I don't know. Like, I got my job when I come back. You know, I don't know. I might, I might do it. I might do it. <laughs> that guy can't whistle ever again. Come on. Well, the thing is, like... Sacrifice. You don't have to listen to him whistle but three times, three, maybe four times a year. I can't ever... I, if I, I, gotta, I have to go to the SEC tournament. He'll be there. I got to hear that live. I mean, and I know others are suffering, Joel. Maybe I'm just a little more selfless than you. Maybe so. <laughs> maybe that's it. Yeah. Brian Haydad, the servant of the people. <laughs> Shelby Beach wants to know Has Brad Cumbus ever played first base? Not at Mississippi State, am I correct? Uh-uh, yet near. Don't know about it in high I school. I mean, given his size, you would think that that would maybe a position that he could do. Yeah. You know, but. Would it be worth the shot to have him in the lineup for the full weekend? I, I mean, he just doesn't hit right-handed pitching very well. That and we've seen Josh Hatcher, despite his offensive struggles, make a few plays in the field that that makes you think, well, he may not be hitting, but at least defensively he's pretty darn good over there. Like, with Brad Cumbest, A, not having played at Mississippi State, B, I don't know if he's played in his life. I'm going to guess if he's played baseball at an elite level at some point he's played first base. But, as big as he is. Yeah, yeah. but um, – I don't know. I, I don't like the idea of trotting him over there just to see. <laughs> well, I mean, what about just putting him in the lineup, letting him play left? And then telling basically you're sitting Braylon Skinner at that point. I mean, I'm okay with trying that sometimes. Because, I mean, I think he definitely deserves when right handers are pitching to, to, or when lefties, lefties are pitching that he should be in the lineup. Thing is, I mean, he's hitting 370. At some point, we have to stop, you know, quantifying it. Yeah. He give gets it, on base. Give him some extended time, see yeah, what he can do. See what he does. We're giving everybody else extended time. We've let Hatcher's hit, hit the whole season at 190. Like, yeah. It's not going to kill me if we tell Brad Cumbus to get the starting job. You know, I was thinking the other day, somebody's just dropped off the face of the earth that played a big role in this team. Drew McGowan. Like, we yeah. never, he never plays. Yeah. Yeah. I think he plays like mop up duty in some midweeks every yeah. now and then, but it's just crazy. Hit. It's crazy how earlier in the year he was such a. Which I know Braylon was coming back from yeah. injury. And, and that's main, the main reason. Um, But yeah, he, he just kind of. Faded away a little bit. 
He also wants to know what barbecue guys I follow on Twitter. Malcolm Reed is the only one. I don't, I don't follow anybody else. I guess I take it back. I follow uh, Daniel, what's his name? I can't remember his last name. Daniel Vaughn, who's the uh, barbecue writer for Texas Monthly or Texas Weekly. And he, he has a lot of great, uh, basically, food porn pictures. But he's not a barbecue man himself. He doesn't cook. He yeah. just eats. Which, it's a great job if you can get it. Our good friend and host, Steve Robertson, who had to battle to get his questions answered here. No less than, if I'm correct here, six people answered his questions. He told them to stop. They still kept coming. Steve, you did all you could. We will answer your questions. Who is the best character on Sesame Street, and why is it Grover? To my, in my opinion, not the best character on Sesame Street. You big Oscar the Grouch guy? Is that your, that's your man? Well, I, I see where you're going with that particular aspect of my personality. <laughs> I would go the other way and say the Cookie Monster is my favorite guy on Sesame Street. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Do I have a? I'm part. I know who you are. On no, Sesame well, see, I'm partial to Grover because, and here's why. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, I had this book. This, uh, I guess, you know, it's one of those golden bound yeah. books or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was the monster, monster at the end, of the end of this book. Everybody had that book. And Grover is the character that I spent the most time with because I read that book every day. Well, I and, agree and with so you. And so my heart is forever with Grover. I think I agree with Steve. It is Grover. Do you know who your Sesame Street character is, though? Who? Ernie. You're Ernie. <laughs> okay. We could actually be Bart and Ernie. We really could. Well, I'm not living with you, and we're certainly not sleeping in the same bed, <laughs> but we could be Bart and Ernie. Hey, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> who is the best Mississippi State shortstop of your lifetime? Maniscalco is the first one that jumps to That's the to first mind. one that pops into my head, yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean... Frazier was pretty darn good. Yeah. I mean, from a hitting perspective, just you could... I, nobody ever called him this, but like me and a couple of my buddies, but we always called him money. Yeah. Just because you you could take it to the Travis bank, you're about to get a hit. Yeah, but I almost see him more as a third baseman I mean, yeah. a short, than yeah. a shortstop. Um, I'm going to say Maniscalco and just feel good about my answer. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with that, for sure. Uh, what is your favorite Madonna song? Mm. Madonna isn't exactly something that I've spent a lot of time in my life listening to, so I'm, I'm by no means the authority here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, man, I don't even know. what. Like, I mean, I know some Madonna songs, but I don't even know how to quantify what would be my favorite. I would just be saying Madonna songs. I don't have a favorite Madonna song. <laughs> Steve doesn't really strike me as somebody that'd be cruising down the road jamming no, out to Madonna. But, but he would know. Some, my, my favorite Madonna song is Like a Prayer. I'll just I'll just tell you what it is. Uh, which Diamond Dog who played prior to 1985 deserves to go in the Ring of Honor next year the most? Mm-hmm. Showalter? Showalter is a fine choice. I would no, have no issues with that. That's something that gets you a lot of pub, too, because like on ESPN... Yeah. He, they would show that. My my answer would have been uh, 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 Bruce Castoria. Just, I mean, that, that would be you know, the, very good, you, too. you got a lot of options with these guys. Uh, Rumbling Bully wants to know, do either of you collect baseball cards? If so, what's the gem of your collection? 
Uh, I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I have several rookie cards still that I yeah. kind of. Clean. I'm gonna have a Glavin rookie and a Ooh. Maddox rookie, and those are good. A bunch, of, chip, a bunch of chipper rookies. Yeah, I, I, a, I was a basically a Chipper Jones baseball card collector there for a long yeah. time, so I have a lot of chippers. Uh, it's a Donruss. It's not the upper deck, but I have a Griffey rookie. That's probably the, the jewel of my collection. I remember, uh, if you're listening, Chris, I'll tell on you a little bit. My brother buying at the Choctaw County Fair there in good old Ackerman. He paid, I think, like 20 bucks for a Will Clark card. Mama was so mad at him for paying <laughs> $20 for a card. <laughs> I was pretty young, but it just stands out to me because she was pretty aggravated yeah. that he had spent 20 bucks on a Will Clark card. It was, it was his money? It was. I was with him. Yeah. Actually, I was probably hoping he got in trouble at that point in, time yeah. in life. But now, thinking back on it, I'm, I'm with him. <laughs> the American Dream wants to know. He says, Daddy, how many TikTok followers we going to need to make it to <laughs> Omaha? I'm worried we don't have enough, Jack. I mean, I don't know, man. Um I, I don't know how many Vanderbilt had last year, so maybe that's whatever that number is is probably good though. I don't. I'll be honest with you though, to be totally honest, and Joel, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think TikTok followers are a prerequisite to get to Omaha. Yeah, I, I they know. might be a deterrent. I, I do think that you know it said NCAA is announcing their host sites on May 10th or whatever, and uh, it, it said something about other factors being considered. Maybe yeah. one of the other factors is who has the most TikTok followers. That's a good point. I think Ole Miss, you know how State puts the number of uh, draft picks on the wall and <laughs> college World Series appearances? They should put how many TikTok <laughs> followers on the right field wall. <laughs> Can it be like an interactive thing as yeah. they gain and lose <laughs> As they followers? gain and lose. I was at a restaurant this weekend that had a thing where you could, if you liked them on Facebook while you were there, the number would actually go up on their little display. <laughs> so maybe that's what they need to go. That's a good by, idea. By the way, while we're here, Aaron Fitt called me back yesterday. Oh, yeah. Let's hear the answer then. And uh, it is his understanding that they're just going to announce the 16 host sites. And the seeds will come And the seeds will come later. So we're right. And I also asked him, because we talked about this in the press box too, and um, Robbie, if you're listening, i got to answer to our question. Um, We were talking about could somebody be selected as a host site and then be sent somewhere else. Yeah. And he said, basically, his understanding is no, that would not be a possibility. Okay. If your school hosts, you will play at your school. You may be a two seed at your school mm-hmm. if you like fall off the map the last few mm-hmm. weeks. But if you host, you will play at your school, even if it's as a two or three seed. Is it possible that? Okay, I guess that would be the case then. Could so Louisiana Tech, if they put in to host and they get accepted, they're not going to Baton Rouge as the one seed. Because they would have been chosen to host. Yes, I okay. think that's right. Okay. I think that's right. Okay. I, I don't know that I asked that specific question. Well, there you go. That was our rumblings question for Aaron Fit. So yeah. he got us. Thank you, Aaron. Logan Ledbetter, what Mississippi State team of the past would have had the most success in the air raid? This was like a pretty easy answer to me. Dak's senior year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Because Dak was already a really accurate passer. Brandon Holloway <laughs> is the perfect back for this kind of offense. And Dan kind of transitioned it a little bit too. And then you've got Darunya, Fred Ross, Fred Brown, uh, Gabe Miles. You know, I would uh, have loved to have been in those meetings with Dak and Dan between the 14 and 15 season when it was, is Dak going to go or is he going to come yeah. Because I really do truly, in my heart of hearts, believe, and I am guessing here, but that Dan's like, hey, you know, Dak, you come back, I'll change it for you. Yeah. I'll make you NFL ready. Yeah. And lo and behold, he did. I mean, and I think in twelve with Tyler Russell, 
you know, I mean, that team didn't have a ton of, of wide receivers, but you did have Bumpus. Um, I'm trying to remember you know, what Robert Johnson, um, Jamion Lewis. So he had some guys there, and Russell's a good passing quarterback. So that would have worked too. But Dak's senior year, you had the most possible talent for yeah. him. Of course, Ladarius Perkins would have been really good back in this offense as well. Uh, Rob Chittum, what are we supposed to do on four hours for Tuesday night without with no midweek game? Well, as this, you're listening to this, you already have decided what you're going to do. Spend some time with your family, for God's sake. They miss you. <laughs> um, also, had we gone into the ninth having the lead against Vanderbilt, given who we'd already pitched on the weekend, do you put Sarantola in there? Absolutely not. Nope. <laughs> nope. I, he hadn't earned that yet. No. Now, no. I do think he had. he's done well enough in relief that I, I would run him out there. Like if State at some point finds itself down a couple of runs in the sixth or seventh inning and you just got to hold him there, mm-hmm. and you don't want to burn Sims and you don't want right. to burn if he's back Brandon Smith or somebody, I would not be opposed to if you're already losing and it's kind of close, giving him a, a chance there. Just see, can you hold it there? You know, and if he walks the first couple of batters, you jank him immediately. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't let the leash be all that long. But no, if it was the ninth inning and you're trying to hold on to a lead and you need to run somebody out there for a second, I don't know who I would have ran to in that situation, but it wouldn't have been Eric Sarantola tryout no, day. No, no, no. Not against Vanderbilt. Um, Zachary Treadway, on a scale of 1 to 10, how creepy is the TV media's obsession with, Tyler, with uh, Tanner Allen's pants? They do talk about it a lot. Yeah, and I, I don't want to say TV media because look, not not to negate what those guys do. You know, like Bart's good, Charlie's good at state, and there's a lot of guys around the SEC that's really good. You know, your your good buddy Richard Cross being one of them, he's really good on on the broadcast. I think. Um, but I mean, it's not like it's what Carl Ravitch and company up there every game talking. About it. It's they're going around the league, and look, bottom line is it does look a little funny. <laughs> I mean, he's he's hitting, so he can do what he wants to do. But I I have never before Tanner Allen seen basically bicycle shorts. No, it's a little weird. It, it's it's kind of weird. So it's if you've seen it for the first time, it is a little bit yeah noteworthy when you're doing a broadcast and you're sitting there talking about the same team for basically ten hours a weekend. I yeah. mean, it's probably going to come up. I agree. Patton Paris says, on our way home from Savannah, Georgia, we stopped at the new Bucky's in Leeds, Alabama. And spent entirely too much. Have you ever walked into a gas station and realized during or after the checkout process that you should have just not stopped? See, I don't stop just to stop, though. I'm stopping because I need gas. i got to go to the restroom. I'm hungry. So, like, the idea that I'm just going to go in there and shop doesn't occur to me. I usually have a good idea if I stop at a gas station what I'm going yeah. in there to get. Yeah. And I'm probably not deviating from that all that much. I don't deviate from much. the plan, yeah. So, I, I, can't, I can't say that I have, I guess, would be my answer. I, I don't know that I've ever pulled into a gas station. I thought, you know what? i got 15 minutes. I'm going to walk around and just see what I end up. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I don't really do that. And I've been to a Bucky's, and it's really cool. Yeah. But I went in there thinking, hey, if I see some cool stuff, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. So, Robbie Falk, another good friend of ours. Wants to know our he death. had to fight a little, too. He had to fight. He had to scrap to get this With question With fellow answered. media members. John Sokoloff just jumping in there like, hey, buddy. This isn't a press conference where you can just say whatever you want. There are rules here. What is our death row meal? We've had this question a few times, I think. I don't know that mine's really changed that much. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe I should do it up, though. I should be like, you know what? Put put the, the steak's carrying the tab for this one. I want a big old steak. I want a lobster. I want some... I want, I want some... some I want it as, as high-end as I can get it. I want some dry-age Wagyu beef. 
Well, I'm gonna make them make the taxpayers pay for my last ride. I'm going all over the place with mine. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, sometimes you get go to a restaurant, you get surf and turf or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want some surf and turf and cluck because I want a little, you know, I, a little I want chicken. Like, yeah, I want a little chicken. A little, like some good fried chicken. A little, a little, a little pork belly in there or something. Sure, too. throw that in there too. Yeah, I, I want some I, like, pork belly. I, I just want like a smorgasbord. I want Malcolm Reed to come bring the smoker down, and I'll tell him. I'll just tell him when to stop putting meat on it. How about that? Yeah, and I also would like. A really good, I don't know who would make it, mm-hmm. a really, really good pizza needs to be there for my last meal. I can make that for you. I'll take care of that. Yeah. I mean, it, if I'm going down, yeah. a pizza's going to be there. Oh, yeah. It's got it's to be that way. Tara wants to know where the name The Rumblings came from. One of our listeners suggested it. I, re- I wish I remember who. If you were the person, please let us know. I mean, we could probably do a Twitter search I mean, and include like rumblings and our at handles and yeah, but they're probably a lot of uh, at this point. We, I mean, we eventually would find it, but I don't know. Just easier to ask, I think. We may have somebody try to fake take we'll, credit. We'll, we, we'll figure that out. So, uh, Ace Winston, what's your favorite '90s rock band? ACDC is more '80s, and mm-hmm. I would say so. They're really more '70s too. You know? Yeah. Uh, they're a classic rock band. We'll just say that. Mm. Is Chili Peppers 90s? Yes. Chili Peppers. Alice in Chains. Uh, let's see here. Tara, again, who are the most overrated and underrated players for you in both Major League and college baseball? College baseball is tough because there's just so many. I mean, I have no idea who's underrated in, in college baseball. So who's the most overrated player in MLB to you right now? Most overrated player in Major League Baseball... Uh, man, that's kind of tough. Who's I'm trying to think? Who's somebody that comes to the plate and he's like a star? But I don't really. I tell you what, somebody the Braves are playing right now, mm-hmm. and he hadn't been real good of late. Javi Baez of the Cubs. Yeah, that's, that's he, he's he's like a star. But Chris like, Bryant had, is a little bit of that. Yeah, he's kind of coming out of it. He had a grand slam last night against uh, the Braves, well. but Braves won, so it's okay. You want to know mine? Got a hot take. Okay, go. It's Mike Trout. Have you watched Mike Trout that's this year? Of, particularly, that's sort of the point. This is supposed to be the best player in baseball right now. Oh, if you're if you're well, if we're going underrated, no, no, overrated. You think Trout's overrated? What has he ever done? Has he ever gotten a team to the playoffs? Can he, can, I understand it's baseball is different. I, I get that. But at some point, the best player in baseball should play a postseason game, don't you think? Well, he can't help the fact that his organization is stupid. He could help the fact that he signed with them again for however long. Well, if they offered me that, I'd signed with them too. But Somebody the, else would have offered him. The Dodgers would have offered him that. The, the Giants, the Yankees, somebody would have offered him that. Mike, what, about, what about Giancarlo Stanton? Oh yeah, he's totally he's, overrated. I mean, I yeah. I'm telling you, those you, Yankees. You guys say, have I ever seen Trout, Mike Trout play? No. When are the Angels on television? But that doesn't mean he's overrated, though. I mean, he is the best player. I in gotta the game. take your I word for no, it. I guess because I don't ever see the guy play. I mean, you ain't even got to take my word for it. You can just look at the stats alone. I mean, they play in the same division with the A's. How how good can they be? I can assure you, Mike Trout is not. Oh, Brett Hudson's listening. You heard that one. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm trying to think. Um, who's, who's underrated? It used to be Freddie Freeman. 
Yeah, not anymore, though. Now yeah, he's he, properly he's, rated now. He, he is now the defending MVP, so he's no longer off the map. Yeah. Um, who's somebody that's really, really good that nobody ever talks about? It's probably like a Tampa Bay Ray or something. Justin Upton? <laughs> not to specify. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's probably a good choice. Somebody down there is like... Somebody playing outside of the, 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 the national, you know... Somebody like Mike Trout. I don't know. Shane Bieber. Okay. I love he that. Pitcher for the Indians. Yeah, he's good. He, he's not, he's good, not good. He's great. And no, I don't feel like anybody ever really talks no, about that. I love that. All right. We're about sort of midway through. Actually, we're not, but we'll just sort of get to uh, the, the second group of sponsors here. Let's move on into that with our good friends at Welcome Home Beef, who I'm going to be going to see very soon as we put together. Joel we might be having a little get together. Just want to let you know. Just want to let you know that that's happening. And if that's the case, well, whenever I have a get-together with my friends, Welcome Home Beef is going to be on the menu. And it should be with you as well. So why don't you call them today, put together a package, have a cookout, and enjoy yourself. <laughs> I forgot. After I said his name, I was like, wait a second. He, he's kind of like Freddie. He got a award last year. He won Cy Young last year. So he may not be Maybe properly rated. He, he may be properly rated now. Well, something that's both properly rated because it's awesome, yet underrated because I don't know if I sell how awesome it is, is Welcome Home Beef. Call them today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Find out why Welcome Home Beef knows one thing's for sure. It just tastes good. Two Brothers Smoked Meats there in the heart of the Cotton District. That's a place you need to be when you're in Starkville. Every time you're in Starkville, that's got to be on your list of places to go. A great menu, so many different options, not just barbecue. Don't sell yourself short by saying it's just barbecue. It is smoked southern soul food at its finest. Burgers, sandwiches, wings, tacos, they've got it all over there at Two Brothers. Swing over there today, grab a meal. You won't regret going to Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business Systems wants to put you all, puts everything you need under one roof. The kind of inventory of products and services your business requires to keep it going, but with great customer service that you expect from your neighbors at Advantage Business Systems. Nearly 50 years in business in the Magnolia State, helping businesses just like yours succeed. Why don't you find out what they can do for you today? Why don't you call them at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com, you'll find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Trey O'Brien says, hey, Brian and Joel have their death row meal. What did we do to get put on death row? What did you do? Who did you kill? Someone from the MLB replay office when they screwed the Braves <laughs> in the middle of the World Series. <laughs> I drove to New York. <laughs> I mean, a, with machete in hand. Put a knife in their heart. That's pretty good. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Man, I'm not a fan of replay, Brian. I, I'm not either. I, 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 I'm trying to think, what, what, who, you know, I, I, I hate answering this question, right? Because I don't want, you know. Incriminate yourself. I don't want to incriminate myself. And I also, you know, could get back to them that I, I wanted them dead. <laughs> you know, so I got to I feel like I got to pick somebody random, you know. Maybe that's what I would do. It's like I wouldn't have anything to like. One day I'm just gonna wake up and just go. All right, someone's gonna have to die today, and, and I just I get in the car, I drive till I run out of gas, and I just murder the first person I see. <laughs> that way, there's no pressure. There you go. You know that person had it coming. So that's that's my answer. I have a uh, a answer here. Uh huh. I have found the individual responsible for the naming. Of this All right, we've got so. it. Go ahead. Joel's doing a little and, investigative uh, work. We really should have known this. Uh-huh. Matt Haynes. Oh. 
He, on August the 1st of uh, 2019. Well, now I want to change the name because he likes those hard shell tacos. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> August 1st, 2019, to me and you, new mailbag segment suggestion. Call it rumblings. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Matt Haynes is the, the guy that is responsible mm-hmm. for this here program that you're listening to today and that you will listen to at the same time approximately next week. Here you go. And every other day. Todd Hughes, favorite team to play with on EA's NCAA football game. Any year. I mean, I was always state. I just always was. If you're playing a game against somebody, though, and you're like, I need to play a good team, nine times out of ten, state wasn't great on that game. Did you ever change it up? Um... You know, I don't ever rem- I mean, I-, I guess I'm sure I did at some yeah. point, but I-, I love playing wishbone teams. So, and of course, like my all time favorite team when Bill Walsh College Football came out, the first year this that game existed, Nebraska 83. Just if you like to run the football, and I did, they were almost unstoppable yeah. on the option game there. Bigger goosebumps the maroon and white chance against Ole Miss this year with the real return to normalcy or Max. 2019 Super Home Run. I mean, it's not close. Max Home It's not even close, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was cool to kind of feel It was cool. Normal but again, but not, I've kind of been feeling normal at baseball for a while now. Yeah, basically going back to like the Louisiana Lafayette game. That was the first game where they were like, people can come back. And that game felt like a real midweek crowd. So, uh, TJ Hand wants to know what happened to my voice while I went drinking and there was singing and yelling. And what do you want me to do? So. State was winning at Vandy? Yeah, we want at the on Saturday anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph Bailey with the Undertaker as the next likely headliner. What other stars could you see going into the next WWE Hall of Fame class? I don't know who's all in there, so I don't know. Yeah, no, and they they cram so many in there, and so yeah. many that that don't belong. But the Undertaker is definitely next year in terms of of who's going to go in. I would think. Yeah, so, um, that's a good question. Did they ever? They were supposed to put Batista in, and then that kind of got canceled. And they didn't put him in this year. I don't think it was weird. I remember that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he he should be in there. He should. I don't know if it'll be next. There are a lot of guys right now. The thing is, Batista may be a headliner. So if Undertaker's a headliner, I don't know if you want Batista in the same year. I agree. You know somebody who should be in? Who? But he he won't be because of where he works right now. Jericho. Well, Jericho is another headliner. Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, should be. I know if Will Salmon's listening, he just fist pumped. Uh, but he deserves to be in. I agree. 100%. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like some of the, the stars, you know, because we're at the point now where like the stars of the 80s and the 90s, you know, who's left to get in? I don't know the answer to that. Uh, you know, Skinner, Waylon Mercy, I don't know. <laughs> Kurgan, the, Kurgan, the oddities. The oddities, yeah. Well, I liked him better as a, in the Truth Commission. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on a rule? Still, Joseph Bailey here. What are your thoughts on a rule stopping batters from stepping out of the box during an at bat? You know, I think in high school, I don't know if it's enforced, but I want to say like my senior year, they they did kind of have a rule where you're supposed to put keep one foot in at all times. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm just not one of these people who's just so hell bent on we've got to speed up the I'm game. I'm not either. It doesn't bother me. I go to the baseball game with an expectation of how long I expect to be there. So. I, I, I'm still not a humongous fan of the MLB rule, the the three batter minimum. I, I don't like it at all. 
I'm I because I don't speeding care up you, the game is not what pe- people care. That's not what's keeping people away from the game. People are willing to come spend four hours at the ballpark. They just want to know that when somebody doesn't touch the plate, they're not there's they're out. Amen to that. Besides the rib tips, what Spotlight's best dish? So here's the truth of this matter. I have never gotten anything but the rib tips at Spotlight Cafe. I'm sure the other stuff is good. It certainly looks good. But I'm a, I am I am monogamous to those rib tips. <laughs> all right? I don't cheat on them. Sweet lady rib tip. You're, all, you're afraid if you get something different, you're going to be like, I should have gotten the rib tips. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 there's a real fear of that of like, this is pretty good, but it's not as good as the rib. What tip. you got to do is get the rib tips and and, then, and get something else. Get a combo or yeah. something, yeah. Daniel Montgomery, if I take a picture of my shadow, is that a selfie? <laughs> no, no. I think, I think in some twisted way it might be though. So I don't know. It's a shadowy. It's a shadowy. It's a shadowy selfie. Ford Polk, do you prefer eating saltwater fish or freshwater fish? Hmm. Freshwater. Yeah, my, my favorite fish to eat is catfish. Yeah. So. I mean, I like saltwater fish, though. I like red snapper and tuna and all that stuff. So, Where did you get the cow... This one's for you. Where did you get the cowbell that's on the homepage of Cowbell Corner? No, he's got me curious. Where did I get the cowbell? I don't even know if I know what you're talking about. This Oh, this. This picture here? Oh, that? Yeah. Uh, well, I, that's an easy answer. If you're talking about the one that's on the, uh, like my introductory, the first thing I ever wrote on Cowbell Corner, the picture I used, that Cowbell inside Davis Wade Stadium. I mean, with Sports Illustrated, I have access to the USA Today photo database or whatever, and I think I just searched Mississippi State Cowbell, and that was one of the ones that came up, and I just thought it fit. There you so, go. <laughs> it's not like a great story, but. Just found it in the USA Today photo database, if that's what you're looking for. And, and, yeah, I have no idea whose cowbell that is nor why it was there. That's fine. Rank these sandwiches. Peanut butter and jelly, grilled cheese, ham and cheese, turkey and cheese, pimento cheese. Um, I'm going probably turkey and cheese numero uno. There. Very good. We're on the same page. And ham and cheese is right after it. Ooh, no. Because I like both almost equally. Okay. Uh, probably going grilled cheese next. So we're just a little bit off. I would go grilled cheese and then ham and cheese. Okay. And uh, then I'm probably going pimento and cheese. Okay. And then PB&J, while I like it, it's last on that list. I'm going PB&J and then pimento and cheese. Yeah. That's I right. like all those, though. All right. Uh, some more from Trey O'Brien. Or he just said one more. Are the San Francisco Giants about to make a run at the Dodgers this year? It's a little premature for that. Let's just enjoy where we are right now. Half game out of first. San Francisco's problem is it's not just the Dodgers. In the standings right now, yeah. it is. The Padres will eventually get things going. You 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 suspect? I suspect the Padres are the second best team in the NL after the Dodgers. Well, statistically, the Giants are right now. So I'm just saying. We'll see how that goes. David Wilson, very smart man, locked up that conversation that only you and I could answer it. <laughs> Battle Royal WrestleMania type event with the SEC football coaches. Who's the first one out? Who are the last three standing? So the first one out, to me, I thought about this question. This is a good question. Eli Drinkwitz is the first one out. He's just nerdy. He's a big nerd. It's either him or Mullen, to be totally honest. 
Mm. Mullen would come in cocky. He'd be like when Santino Morello got in, and then they'd get thrown out. <laughs> Gets eliminated in three seconds. Oh wait, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah, I can see, I can very easily see that. But I, I say Drinkwitz is my my first one. Okay. All right, and then for my last three, Orgeron. You know that that's right. Oh yeah, that's in. Kirby Smart is a former SEC defensive back. He's a tough guy. And then don't 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 even try to convince me that Saban wouldn't like be the guy who hides under the ring. <laughs> finds a way. Finds a way, I right, the dirtiest the, player in the game. Yes, yes. Saban is flair in this instance. So those are my three. You agree? I agree. Like uh, a year ago, I would have said Derek Mason was in that. Saban's winning this thing, just like in all no, all well, things, because he's gonna he's gonna schmooze and and get Kirby to work with him to get Orgeron and out, then, and then he's gonna stab the whole Kirby thing we're right like, in the back. Kirby's celebrating getting Orgeron yes. out. He just comes up behind him and yes. throws it. There you go. I, I'm I'm with you. We just booked it. We just booked the SEC coaches battle. <laughs> uh, How far does Leach go? Far as Leach gets. Ah, he's out pretty early, probably. I think so too. Like how how long did the genius last in those kind of things? You know, <laughs> he comes in, says his says his little bit. Lane Kiffin is like Orange Cassidy. Like could I mean seriously, he just like puts his hands, in his, puts his hands in his pockets. That's all he, he doesn't even care. Brandon Maskew says, You guys have the best jobs covering Mississippi State athletics. If you had to choose another career, what would it be? I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't mind being a uh, pro wrestling announcer. I mean, seeing as to how I basically have another job anyway, it would probably be I would go back to full focus all the time on that, on on like the church or whatever. I don't know that I would ever be a full-time minister. Mm Mm-hmm. I just don't. I feel like that's kind of a calling from the Lord, and I don't necessarily feel that. But I, I think I would some some way in the church, helping folks doing stuff. I don't know. It'd be something along those lines. Well, it's a good job. It's a good choice. Well, I wasn't trying to convince myself. I know. No, right? I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you. You know, that's, that's that's very selfless of you. Not not as selfless as me spending 18 months in the pokey to get rid of the whistler, but still pretty selfless. Well, we both killed somebody on the rumblings today too. So. That's true. That's true. So, so I've, didn't say I've, perfect. I've, I've got, all have sinned I've and hit fallen up, short of the glory of God. I have right. been hit up today for murder and assault. <laughs> so I would also like to be Jennifer Aniston's personal driver, if I could make that happen. Uh, let's There's going to come a day, though, Brian. I mean, she, she's getting another one up there now, right? She's like, is she upper 50s now? Let's see here. The problem with what you're saying there, Joel. I mean, she's still good looking. I'm aging along with her. That's true. So when she's 60... Hold on. Let me see how old she is right now. She is 52. I'm 45. So when she's 60, I'm I'm 53. She's still hot. Well, you could also be Margot Robbie's personal driver, and she's probably going to be hot the rest of your life. Because she's young. I mean, I see, I see what you're getting at. Okay. I mean, I don't have a problem with that either. <laughs> sure, Margot Robbie's personal driver. <laughs> Sign me up. Rob Fuller, did you know Kramer Robertson's mom is a coach at LSU now? Those jokes are never going to get old. That's going to be. <coughs> All right, Double A, the Enforcer, Andy Atkinson. Thunder and Lightning has a dedicated fan base of listeners, including the great men and women currently serving in the military. Bulldog fans from California to North Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> what non-SEC state do you think has the most listeners? It is North Carolina. Is I it really? It yeah. I would have guessed Georgia. That's that's an SEC state. Oh, non-SEC state. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. It is. It is North Carolina. I was thinking North like, Carolina, no. then Virginia, 
and then California. California sort of is helped by the fact that uh, there's so many people there. Yeah. So 49 out of 50 states in the last 30 days have listened to a Rumblings episode. Who has We're, not? I want you to guess. You got one guess. One, one has not listened yes. to a Rumblings episode? Alaska. No, Alaska is not it. Maine. Okay. We're not big up there in lobster country. Guess not. We need, we need to go to Maine and spread the word. I'm going to get Thunder and Lightning. We'll put some advertising super dollars into Maine. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna send us to Maine on a trip where we do nothing but talk about our podcast and eat lobster. Is Georgia our number two state uh, after Mississippi? I'd have to double check that, but I believe that's correct. I know for me, for Cowbell Corner, Georgia is really, yeah, is really good. Texas is big. Alabama is big. State must have a lot of... Yeah, Atlanta's got a lot of him. Yeah, I was going to say Atlanta. And, and like Texas, I think Houston has a pretty big... Houston does. Alabama has a bunch, obviously. Yeah. So Florida has plenty. So, but it is North Carolina. Uh, let's see <laughs> the, here. The, the the impact world champion now as well. That's right. Gil Manclank, who once again had to battle off a, a usurper. <laughs> Pick two, leave one. For the lawn, mowing, edging, or raking? Uh, I hate raking. So I, I, mowing and edging is fine. Raking is the obvious choice because there's no machine to rake for you. Yeah. You know the stuff you can do, and I mean, you can just do it. And you're not out there with like a scythe. So, Led Zeppelin, the Rolling Stones, or the Beatles? Mm, I'm going Zeppelin Stones by Beatles. Accurate, boy. Robert St. John, if, if he's listening right now, he's he just turned around his car. He's coming to get us. <laughs> All right, belly button ring, nose ring, eyebrow ring. Oh gosh. Uh, is this for us? I was going to say, like who's, who's got this on here? Like, for me, can you imagine me with a belly button ring? <laughs> be like a pop top on a big Coke. You need one of those Batista tats, like the sun around your <laughs> belly button. <laughs> I, I get the whole solar system around mine. <laughs> on a woman, uh, I'll be totally honest with you, a nose ring and an eyebrow ring don't do it for me. Belly button ring can be attractive. But... But for me, on a woman, if you had to have one or the other, what you got? Like with the because you said the two. Oh, the the nose ring for sure. Eyebrow ring. It's like why? Yeah, I'm with you. So there you go. Cinnamon rolls. Yeah, for 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 you though. Oh, it's the two that are not a belly button ring. Can you imagine me with a belly button ring? (laughs) I feel like a bull. One of those with the ring in its nose, but it's down there in my belly button. (laughs) I'm just trying to picture you on the beach last weekend with. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't go to the beach. Like that, but man. Uh, cinnamon rolls, glazed donuts, and cake donuts. Cinnamon rolls, glazed donuts, and mm-hmm. cake donuts. I, I, see, I'm good with just glazed donuts and cinnamon roll. That's fine. Uh, the other, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other, not, see ya. Every, it seems like everything I've done here today, I'm going to make someone angry, but my friend Alex Watson is going to be angry. I don't like cake donuts. Yeah. So yeah, cinnamon rolls and glazed donuts for sure. Field of Dreams, Bull Durham for love of the game. See, here's where you and I are about yeah, to fight. We're, we're, because for me, my friend Joel Coleman. Uh, and, and, and look, I think you have. We're both keeping Bull Durham. Yes, and, and I'm then, keeping for love of the game. And I'm and keeping you're field keeping, of dreams. I think you have labeled me as like a field of dreams hater. I'm not. It's just not my favorite baseball movie. Couple of haters. Couple of haters. So anyway, of those three, it's out. Miller time. Most college football writers say our expectations for MSU football post Mullen are too high. They say he massively overachieved. It's unrealistic to keep that as the expectation level going forward. And just making bowls should be good enough. But what we've seen here is was what's attainable here. Should that not become the expectation level going forward? Why settle when you know you're capable of more? Well, here's the thing to that. All he ever did was just make bowls. He didn't win any championships. He didn't. 
He had one year, one year and nine, where he legitimately competed for the conference championship. So if you're telling me that your, your expectation is that once every nine years, MSU can compete for the, the uh, SEC title, sure, I can buy into that. But that should be your expectation level. The idea that what happened in 14 can be the norm, no, I don't buy that. For You're setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah, I mean, Alabama, and to a little bit lesser I mean, I guess right now LSU's maybe headed downhill a little bit because of other factors. But Alabama in particular is just so far ahead of you. And Texas yeah. A&M financially and every well, other is just you know, so far you ahead only, of you. you, you and, the but so are Georgia and Florida. I know. That's so is LSU and all. Like you're just so far behind yeah. in, in stuff that matters. I agree. That it's just tough. Yep. Uh, let's see here. And it's not a sport like baseball where every now and then you can just – look, there, there's an element of just – Getting lucky every now and then. Well, in baseball, baseball, we're the team with the money. Yeah. So, Andrew Bowie wants to know what's the best Marvel movie? What's your favorite? Do you have one? You're not as big into it as I am. I'm not as big into it as you are, but uh, I really like the uh, the Thors. All the Thors are kind of. To me, I'm going to take Endgame and. He said series, by the way. I haven't watched any of those series. Um, I'm going to take Endgame and Infinity War out because those are just so epic. my favorite is probably Captain America, the Winter Soldier. That's just a really good yeah. action movie. Leftfield Lounge Club, 47. What was your favorite part about the old Duty Noble? My favorite part about the old Duty Noble? <laughs> you mean other than having a press box seat where I could see? <laughs> um, I mean, from a media standpoint, it was being behind. I mean, that's the answer, being yeah. behind the plate. Yeah. From a fan standpoint, there was something... Awesome. And as much as I love the new lounge, and I know it, how necessary it is, of just seeing people packed on top of themselves out there, trying to you know enjoy them. It, it's just something about that. There was some old school. Just yeah. yeah. I mean, it still had a little bit of that back your truck up to the fence feel to it. Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I mean, I, as you said, it was the new version was definitely needed and I, I get it in things but yeah there there was some charm to as unsafe as some of it may have been <laughs> there was some charm to how it was done before yes and I, I guess really that's 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 some, how life is though you know you remember the good times you don't remember the bad times where you know you were packed and, out there and, and couldn't and see a, the game a sneaky thing that from a fan perspective would be a little bit annoying mm-hmm. is while this new stadium obviously looks tons better Having all that bleacher seating down the line yeah. for people that showed up to get a GA ticket, and you, yeah. you were gonna most likely get a seat at least in the bleachers. Yeah, not having that kind of I get that. to an extent is something that is missed. Sheldon Nations, MSU's team RA is now fourth in the SEC. Is it fair to call this staff good but not great? Ah, uh, I mean, it definitely isn't the unstoppable force that we were talking about like in mid-March. But mm-hmm. it's, I, I don't know, I still think it's pretty darn good. Yeah, I agree. It, it, this is a good staff. Is it? Is it a great staff? You know, let's let the season play out. Come back and ask me after the, after uh, June. Yeah, I mean, because think about who states play too here now. I mean, they've Arkansas is a darn good lineup. Ole Miss, yeah. look, they've had a little bit of offensive struggle, but Ole Miss is one of the better statistical yeah. lineups in Bandy. the league. Yeah. What are they going to look like after these next four weeks where they play exactly. lesser teams? Let, let the season play and yeah. see what, what the numbers are. 
I also gonna he asked a couple weeks ago. Let's come back to it. Do you still feel the same way? Arkansas and Vandy or the field to win the College World Series? I'm still going the field because of the randomness of baseball. When because even if Arkansas and Vandy both end up in Omaha, mm-hmm. there's eight really good teams in Omaha. So you got a three and you know three out of four chance that yeah. somebody else in Omaha is winning. I, I just baseball in the randomness of it. All it takes is one bad day kind of deal sometimes. And, you know, while I think that the odds are pretty good that either Arkansas or Vandy wins it, I still think the odds are slightly better that someone other than them win it. I'm still going to take Arkansas and Vandy. Those are the two best teams to me. I'm going to go with them. And maybe I'm just influenced by the fact that Arkansas beat State's brains in for three days, but Mm -hmm. I think Arkansas is the kind of clear number one right now. Yeah. Rick Felder. This is a really tough question, Rick. Eat one, save one for later, throw it at the other one in the trash. Okay. Boiled crawfish, jambalaya, boudin. Um, I'm actually eating the boudin now. Oh, I love it. And uh, I'm saving the jambalaya for later, and I'm throwing the crawfish away. Wow. Yeah. That's the hottest take you've ever thrown on the show, maybe. Yeah. Not I, I'm, not, I'm not huge. I don't dislike crawfish, but I'm not huge on it like some people are. Okay. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna eat the crawfish now. I'm gonna save the boudin and throw out the jambalaya. But I mean, I don't want to. I'll put it that way. Uh, where are we here? Rob Hadaway. Without looking, what is the name of Vanderbilt's head football coach? Clark Lee. That's right. And I may not have known that immediately if he hadn't talked on the broadcast. Was it Sunday? Yeah. I mean, they they brought him on for a couple. Or I don't know. That may have been earlier in the weekend. But he was actually on the broadcast. I didn't. I didn't watch it on TV on Sunday. Yeah. So. Whichever day it was, he was on there, and they talked to him for an inning. So I I may have forgotten it had I not just seen him Sunday. Yeah. Ron Polk's, this is still Rob Hadaway, Ron Polk's first MSU tenure was 22 seasons. Mike Bianco was in year 21 at Ole Miss. Is your mind blown? Yeah. Yeah, that's hard to believe. That's yeah. crazy to think about. That's, uh, it is something, man. Like, when, when Bianco was hired at Ole Miss, I was, like, 16. <laughs> Man, he was hired in what, 2001? Yeah. Yeah, 16 years old when he was Yeah. And if it was before June, I was 15 years old when he was hired. Yeah. Wow. The rock kicker wants to know, Yancey or the Whistler, who gets thrown overboard first? Yancey. It, it depends on who's on the boat. Let me tell you why I think it's the Whistler. I can tune out talking. Somebody's just talking nonsense. Yeah, you can just like, go to the other side of the boat. I can tune out. Whistling, you're going to hear that. Oh, you're going to hear that. He's got to go. Yeah, you're right. I was just thinking, like, from a recognize him, throw him overboard perspective. Yeah. If you're on a boat with a bunch of state fans, they're probably going to collect around him and chunk Yancey over yeah. first. Yeah. I agree. I see what you're saying, but we're just talking you and I. Now, I mean, like, the splashes are going to be pretty, co- you know, they're going to be right next to each other. Yeah. It's going to be a splash, splash. Like, it's going to yeah. be pretty quick yeah. either direction. You now go. that we got him, let's go get the other yeah. guy. Yeah. Should a person be tossing around rent-free accusations when that person's own Twitter handle makes a derogatory reference to a political figure who doesn't even know that that person exists? I think rent-free is one of the dumbest things people say in this rivalry. Like, am I not allowed to talk about anything but Mississippi State? If I talk about pizza, does pizza live rent-free in my head? It kind of does, but I mean, if I talk about anything else, is that thing living rent-free? Rent-free is one of the stupidest things people say. Anything in your head is rent-free, Brian. Yeah. They're not paying you. I'm nobody's, nobody's paying me. Mississippi State isn't paying me to be in my head. My my wife and kids aren't paying me. 
Nobody pays to be in my head. Rent free. Just, just shut the hell up. <laughs> I'll give you a rent free AS kicking. How about that? Uh, last one from Rob. I know AM hasn't made the football championship game. Are there any other SEC West teams that may have made it? Maybe because someone stepped on their, someone's foot or someone threw a, a miracle blind backwards pass for an unlikely first down. Who else has not made it other than AM from the West? Well, I don't recall any of those circumstances he mentioned happened in the Mississippi State because I've watched them pretty closely through the years. So, so state, it's not, well, state, state's, been, state's in been, been in the SEC. So it's, it's yeah. definitely. And we know Alabama has. Yeah, and LSU. And, and Auburn. Yeah. Arkansas. Arkansas. I can remember them. Yeah, yeah they've made it. So, and, uh, carry the two. <laughs> small amount of peas. Small amount of peas. Yeah. Podcastle and McCormick. Isn't there somebody with a banner that's never been to? It's Ole Miss. Oh, yeah. It's that's them, isn't it? That's what it is. There we go. All right. Um, Joseph Bailey. People just want us to hurt people. This is what I've learned here on the show. It's like the fourth question with us causing bodily harm. If you something. could have your worst enemy take a finisher from any one person, what move would it be and who would be the one performing it? So I guess we don't have to tell the who the worst enemy is. So who is who? What somebody has to take somebody's finisher, and does it have to be like a like we're not protecting them here? We're actually doing the thing. Yeah, because the tombstone might kill you. Know, Could kill you. I, I get what you. What about an F five? <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I want to see it. I want to. I want an avalanche F five. I want it off the top rope. <laughs> I want Lesnar just to like just let it rip, boss. <laughs> Last ride would be fun to watch too. Ooh, that would be another good one. Like, what was New Jack's finisher? <laughs> Just somebody breaking out a cheese grater? I don't know. The stapler? Um, yeah. There you go. Last ride in F5 may be the two. That may be the correct yeah, answer. Go yeah. with one of those. Uh, let's see here. Another Yancey question. I mean, we got to move on with this guy here. Another person answering Steve Robertson's questions. <laughs> Steve, Steve had to scrap with some people. He did. He had to work hard. we got more questions here from Steve Robertson. More? Yeah. All right, let's go. Our good friend and host. Did he? Did he? Did he get chided? Did he, anybody answer these questions? He chided him. Good job. Uh, I mean, he literally says in this tweet, "Just Joel and Brian, please answer these questions." And somebody immediately was like, "Here's my answer." Some real morons out there. Just let me tell you. Uh, who on the Mississippi State beat would be the best wingman? This is a good question. Who would you trust to, to to pump you up, to handle any any mishaps? To you know, if you're trying to connect with a lady, like I think I could be a pretty solid wingman for. That's what I'm saying. You're very positive. Yeah. You know. I think I'm pretty good at like, like finding walk, the best traits in people. Yeah, like the, the, whoever this is walks away, and you're like the girl is still there, and you're there, and you're like, man, that guy, what a great guy. And you, I trust my kids with him. I, I, well, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know if you want to go that far, but yeah, it's like. <laughs> Such a great guy, you know. You you would talk him up. I, I'm going, I'm voting for you. I mean, I really think I'd be I'd be good at it. So, problem is that, you know, it, it's kind of changed a little bit in that, like, I feel like most everybody on the beat. Well, I, I, I'm including Ben here, but mm -hmm. now Ben's no longer on the beat. I was gonna say I feel like most everybody except like Tyler mm -hmm. has either a, a wife or a girlfriend or mm -hmm. a. So nobody really needs a wingman. Tyler's the guy we're trying to set up here. Yeah, I agree. 
Also from our friend Steve Robertson, who on the Ole Miss beat would be better off selling aluminum siding than writing or podcasting? Well, as we've learned, I don't think any of them would be good salesmen. They're all a bunch of jerks by their own admission. They said it themselves. I'm not putting words into anybody's mouths here. Bunch of people that sit around for two hours and nobody speaks. So I don't think sales is really going to be their forte. You know? If sitting around sullenly, angrily looking at the walls got you paid, they'd all be millionaires. Put it that way. <laughs> I'm not bitter or anything. Ball one. Uh, David Adams. Of the NFL, NBA, and MLB, ball two, which has the biggest difference from high-level college teams in terms of skill, strategy, gameplay, viewing experience, which has the smallest? Okay, what's the question? Read so, that again. Uh, NFL, NBA, MLB versus the college sports of those yeah. equivalent, right? In terms of skill, where's the greatest difference? Probably NFL. I would say it's the NBA. Think so? Yeah. Because, like... I think that a, a an NF an NBA team, I mean, you're talking about like the high the LeBron, Kevin Durant kind of guys, yeah, versus the top player in college, the number one pick. There's a huge gulf. Even even like the best NBA or the 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 worst. I think I think the the and I know it's it's two different sports, but I think that the 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 disparity in terms of skill between the worst NBA team and the best college basketball team is wider than it would be between the worst NFL team and the best college football team. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, would the best... You know, I was sitting there thinking, like, if Alabama played, you know, the worst NFL team... The Jaguars. They'd still yeah. lose big. But if... Who won the national title? Baylor? Yeah. Played... I don't know who the worst NBA team was off the top of my head. But they would lose by 60 points. They would just get murdered. I mean, those guys are just... They played on a different level. Baseball's now, not in the conversation here because you could... Oh, yeah. Well, the, the best college baseball team... we got people could, saying right now that they think Landon Sims could go get outs. Yeah, you know, for sure. I mean, yeah. you, and on any given day... Yeah. If you throw 96, you can get outs. Any, I mean, any, any given day of baseball, you may win the game. Yeah. I mean... In terms of strategy, I think it's in the NFL to college football. I think college football is a much simpler game, which makes it more enjoyable to watch, in my opinion. Viewing experience... This is going to sound sort of weird, but I think there's a, the biggest gulf is between the enjoyment of college baseball versus how grinded MLB can be at times. Now, the college basketball to the NBA, when NBA has fans in the building, yeah. in college basketball, I don't know, the product is just... The problem is that you're not a basketball fan. And yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that you don't like basketball. Yeah, you're I'm right. I'm saying you're not a basketball you're fan. You're right. You're right. But for baseball fans, like, a regular season MLB game can just be like, I mean, it's, it's, you're just sort of there. And I think part of that's because there's so many games. Yeah. The games you're playing in, in August and September and going into October that have meaning, plenty of drama there. But, you know, a weekend at Duty Noble is usually going to be more fun than a weekend at Turner Field or at Truist Park. Fair? Depends on who you are. It yeah. depends on who you are. But, I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, if you're just you're, wanting to watch you're baseball. Right, you're yeah. right. So, <clears throat> Let's see here. Uncle Scrooge. All right, bah humbug. Choose one of these hairstyles for the rest of your natural life. The Vanilla Ice, the 90s Billy Ray Cyrus, or Einstein? I don't think I'm more... I... The Einstein requires no work. No, it does require you no work. You just got to get out of bed. That's your and hair. I'm already married, so it's not like I care. Yeah, 
But that said, rocking that sweet Billy Ray Cyrus mullet would be something. I'm going to go with the Einstein, but it's close. (laughs) Anybody could Photoshop these. I would appreciate it. I think I may go Billy Ray Cyrus. I think I could rock it. Don't tell my heart. My achy, breaky heart. God, I would love to see you with a full mullet. That would be something that I would pay money to see. (laughs) Um, What's your favorite Elvis song? I can't help falling in love with. That's a good one. I do like that song, really. Suspicious Minds. Um, I'll go with that one. Joel's more like, a little less conversation, a little more action, please. Uh, what would be your fa- your touchdown celebration dance or pose? The DX cross chop. There you go. We talked about this I think last week, didn't we? I think we? so. Uh, well, it was kicker some... who did it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, were you in your high school's who's who for most likely to succeed? Do what now? Your, your high school when you were a senior. Yes. Did they do a, like a most likely to succeed? Yes. Were you it? Yes, I was it. You were it. Yes, I was it. Well, for there real. you go. Well, cool. I feel like you – are you the most successful member of your senior class? Ooh, I don't know about that. <coughs> I mean, I'm sure the people who want to make more money, but who has more recognition than you? I mean, I don't know, but I don't know that I'd judge success by recognition either. Okay. I was so, not most I, likely to success. We have several very successful people in their individual fields. Yeah. I mean, we have pharmacists, we have radiologists, we have – we have, we have high school principals and things like that. I mean, we got we got high school football. We got a lot of people that's been pretty successful with what they've that's done. Good. But yes, as far as the yearbook, and you, you look up the, uh, I think our yearbook was called Smoke Signals because you know we were the Indians. <laughs> the Indians, yeah. Um, you look up the 2003 edition of that, and the, the most Coleman. likely to succeed was Joel Cole. I was very most spirited, and I was all. Were you? Yeah, I, I could see that. I was I was big I was, also, I was I was a big St. Al fan. I think I've mentioned too that uh, if you look on the same pages of that same annual, that mm-hmm. year's Hall of Fame, you will find Joel T. Coleman as well. Very nice. Are you in the St. Al Hall of Fame? I don't think St. Al has a Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm still looking for Ackerman's. I don't know where it is, but I know on the pages of the yearbook I'm in it. <laughs> it's not. I, I'm still looking for my plaque. It's I don't right know where that to, is. It's right next to Pap's place. <laughs> That's funny. I will say that the most, most spirited thing—that's maybe the best picture I've ever taken in my life. It was me. And one of my friends who was a cheerleader, yeah. and I'm wearing the letter jacket, and she's in the cheerleader, and we're just like, I just look good in that picture. Yeah. As good as as high school Brian Haydack could possibly look, that that's him. <laughs> what so. was the actual question there? Did he say? Did he, he asked that. He's like, were you in your high school's who's who for most likely to succeed? Yes. Uh, I mean, yes, you were. Okay. Who asked the question? Like, I'm wondering oh, if Uncle it's... Scrooge. Okay. Is Uncle Scrooge like somebody that knows me? I'm wondering. I don't know. Maybe he knew the answer to that before he asked. May have. Jackson wants to know. Another Yancey Porter question. I'm not, I'm not giving that guy any more room on this podcast. Unless he does something else stupid. Which is, you know, likely. But when that day comes, we'll worry about it. Can you name a team that has less of a right to trash talk or heckle anybody than the 0-10 Vandy football team? No. No. It's no. up there. It's exactly like I said the other day. It's hiding behind your daddy. You know, it's, it's talking... It's talking crap that you know you don't have to back up because you got daddy with you. I mean, they they, they are the and small somehow daddy is the baseball the baseball team. Yeah. I mean, the Vandy football team. Name me two Vandy football players. Right now, I can't do it. I know. I don't even know the quarterback is what Brazil. Was I think that his so. Name? Yeah. 
Or was that, or is it Seals? Brazil was the, the Missouri quarterback. I yeah, think. I'm getting all the East teams mixed yeah, up here. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, we literally had a question earlier in the podcast named the football coach at Vandy. Yeah. Which I was able to do because I, I saw him a couple days ago, but I'll guarantee you there's a lot of people listening to this show that when they heard name the Vandy football coach couldn't do it. There you go. I mean, no, you're right. Yeah. Them, them talking trash, right. that's something. Hunter Manis wants to know why are salads so expensive? It's one of the great dichotomies of life, right? Yeah. The food that's good for you costs, costs a lot the of money, the food that tastes good is cheap. It's almost like God is testing you. Yeah, it really I mean, you go over here to... Uh, Chicken is like the only example of something that's cheap and tastes good. Well, I mean, even that. You go here to Sonic and you get a fried chicken sandwich. It's going to cost more than the grill. I know this because I got one a week ago. Yeah. Wait, is that right? Yeah, the, the, grill, the grill costs more. You said fried costs more. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. The, the grill costs more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By like, yeah, that's, that's, by like a quarter. But yeah. it, Which, by it the way, costs more. it costs less to grill... Then it doesn't fry. Then to batter it and fry Because there's more ingredients. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, do French people say, pardon my English? <laughs> well, first of all, they would say, like, uh, pardon ma anglais. But uh, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> Brian the Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like the clock. Qu'est-ce que c'est, le rumbling? You sound like the clock on Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Or the, no, candle, the, candlestick. the candlestick. That's right. Oh, mon ami. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know any French people off the top of my head. <laughs> I'd love to know the answer to that, though. Yeah. Who's uh, the guy on... Uh, pardon my English, but ass. Who's, <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy on Talladega Nights? Ricky Bobby's rival. What's his name? Oh, oh God. It's 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 Borat who plays him. Yeah. Uh, what, Sasha Bourne. What's Sasha his name? Bourne. Sasha Bourne. Bourne. Yeah. yeah. Ricky Bobby... Rival. Yeah, like, uh, Jean Girard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hurt you. Real bad. <laughs> Just say you're like crepes and I let you go. That, that, that scene back there cracks me up so much. Like, you mean them tiny little pancakes? I love them. I had a whole mess of crepes the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he did it. <laughs> Just makes me laugh. Uh, did I see, sad note here, one of the kids. And and uh, Talladega Nights. Walker or Texas Ranger? Yes, one of them died recently. I think. No, I think. Which oh. I mean, they're obviously not kids anymore. But I, I'm pretty sure I saw that. Oh, and he killed himself too. You weren't wrong. He died at 28. Yeah. He was. He was Walker. Yeah. Oh. Well, thanks for that, Joel. I mean, uh, it, it mentioned wet it. blanket. Well, I mean, whenever I saw it, because I, I was thinking it was tragic circumstances, and I wanted to say that was what had happened, but I didn't want to. I wasn't one hundred percent sure, so I didn't. Gosh, so, you didn't have to. But anyway, like whenever we mentioned Talladega Nights, it came back to mind because I remember reading it and thinking, my reaction was your reaction. Yeah, like he's so young, and so mentioned Talladega Nights brought it back to me. Yeah, uh, last one from Hunter. He's trying to quit dipping. What's the hardest habit you've tried to break? Drinking cokes. I can't do it. <laughs> I have tried to break before, like, caffeine, getting caffeine out. And then that was, I was trying to get it completely out and then, like, started having kids. And then I started my strange brew addiction. And so now I'm just doubly screwed on top of that Mountain Dew. Now here I am chugging caffeine in the afternoons with my coffee. So now I got two things to kick, not just Diet Mountain Dew. I got to kick Diet Mountain Dew and coffee. So I'm a long way from breaking that habit. 
I like Daniel Black's question, but I don't want to bring any attention to that incident, so we're not going to worry about it. Well, now I'm curious what the incident was. It was the incident with the in the press box. I told you about it. Okay. Recently? Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're not bringing there. Yeah, yeah. 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 I forgot about so, it. All right. Uh, Colt Weezy wants to know, when's the last time a college baseball team lost four series in a row and remained ranked? Would you find such an occurrence odd if it were to happen today? It is odd. It is odd. But if you're in good shape, I mean, they were number one in the nation at one point. And, and I'll tell you something that's saving their bacon a little bit, too. They went 3-0 and in Texas against three teams them. that's... Two of them are in the top five. Yeah. They're all top ten, I think. Yeah. So And their series losses, until this weekend, I mean, they were very understandable series losses. Yeah. State and Arkansas and Florida. Those are all pr- pretty darn good teams. But, th- you know, they also have a series loss to UCF. Yeah, they've lost five series this year, and were a walk-off loss away, a walk-off win away from losing six when they should have lost to ULM. Yeah. So, here's a here's a thought for Ole Miss baseball: they're not that great. Like their lineup's good, although their best hitter's not in right. the lineup not in the anymore. Lineup anymore, yeah. Um, and their starting rotation's good, but man, that that bullpen's a disaster. Their defense can mm-hmm. be a disaster. Yeah, I like it. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. That, it would floor me if they made any sort of long-term run in, in the college baseball postseason because you have to have a reliable bullpen and you got to play defense. Right. And if you're giving if you're giving opponents extra outs, whether it's by your bullpen stinking or by kicking the ball around, you're losing to good teams. So mm-hmm. I can't see them making an extended postseason run. Now to say that, watch them do it, but gonna be tough it's gonna be tough sledding for them right uh colt wheezy continuing what is your favorite non-sports related non-academic related memory from college i graduate thursday and i wonder what i will be most nostalgic for when i'm old like y'all oh thanks colton uh tell us your most fun college story so is there anything that's tricks i mean i just you know in terms of being nostalgic you know i just didn't just going to the bar on tuesday why why not you know or just hanging out with your, basically, you know, you would wake up at like, you know, whenever. You'd watch uh, Sports Center four times. Uh, then you go to class for a couple hours. Back when Sports Center actually showed highlights of yeah. all the games the night. Yeah, before. I mean that's how you knew what happened the next day. You know, like ESPN.SportsZone.com just just had just become a thing, and I didn't really know how to work it. Jeans EBI.com. Uh, or ebicom.net slash jeans page or whatever it was was just becoming a thing. You watch Sports Center to know what happened in sports, and it, it they aired it from midnight to noon, back to back to back. Yeah, and you would just watch it like four times. Yeah, and then you just spent the rest of the day with your friends. I mean, that's what being nostalgic for is just like to not have responsibility. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, it's. A couple different things, probably. Just chilling at our apartment with my yeah, good buddy, roommate at the time. Now mm-hmm. he's now he's a preacher over in Columbus. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Was his name Tom Bryson? It was not. Okay. His name was Luke. All right. Good good dude. Uh, let's see. And just like I don't know, like I went to BSU a lot, and. We would, you know, eat and go go to the thing. And afterwards, we'd go out to eat. I, there, there's there's several little little things that were just fun that you think back on. And like you, I mean, you, 
it's not like you had a ton of responsibility. Right. And it, it was just, just you know, you know, you get you get old like us, and there's like even in our even in in your free time. Yeah. There's, there's always on. something on your mind yeah, that no, either. Yeah. 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 You should be doing or could be doing or something. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, skip a couple of these here. I feel like we've answered a couple of these twice. Another Braves question. So nobody cares about the Braves. But it's the same question you already answered. Ryan Pace, do you know what an NFT is? An I had to NFT? learn. Yeah. So an NFT is a non-fungible token. Uh, it is a unit of data stored on a digital ledger that proves that you own a digital item. Like an image, a sound, or a text. It's what those NBA top shots are. You know what I'm talking about? No. So what's replacing like baseball cards is these things called for NBA they're called top shots and it's basically you own a gif which I don't understand how you own it because can't I just create another one I can you can Can I you, just search Google images and save it to my desktop or something something like, like that yeah I don't understand how you own it cuz I don't I'm not going to pay you for it so I don't I don't know how these things work but basically NFTs are like they're, they're they're sort of this new cryptocurrency that I don't know anything. about. I don't about. understand cryptocurrency. Man, I need to sit down with somebody. Did, did, and there was not, a, not that I want to invest or anything. Just to understand, just so it. I can understand what's going on. There was a guy yesterday, wasn't it for the Chiefs or something? One one somebody yeah. like converted their entire NFL contract to just cryptocurrency. Yeah, which is great because I understand it's it's growing and you have the potential to make a lot more money. But I like, just don't how get do you it. pay your bills? Yeah, like, this do is, I go to Hannah This is the ultimate for me. This is the first time, you know, I've tried to keep up with trends and stuff, and I feel like I'm not an old man. This is one that makes me feel like an old man. Like, I don't know what these kids are doing with this cryptocurrency. Yeah. I need to sit down and figure it out. Yeah, I, I uh, have some, I guess it's safe to probably call them acquaintances. I mean, it's not like best buddies see each other all the time, but recently um, they were selling their house, I think, and on Facebook – they were seeking advice or whatever because I think like somebody was looking to buy their house and at least pay part of it with cryptocurrency. Yeah. Like, I, and they were I don't like, know how you how do, do that. you do that? Like, how does that money transfer? I don't know. And I don't I, know. And I think I saw Trevor Lawrence or something got some, was, was looking to... He's got a, 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 an endorsement deal with some crypto. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, though. I need, we, we need to make this... Uh, we need to sit down... Oh, if there's this is really a Michael Scott situation where I need somebody to explain it to me like I'm five. I'm five, yeah. And then afterwards, like I'm three. Yes. So, I wonder if there's got to be somebody over at MSU that could do this. We should have them on the show. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, today's podcast is it is not sports. It is a learner's primary primer into cryptocurrency. <laughs> well, How we, does it work? Well, I was going to say we can just combine it with Rumblings <laughs> Day, which is all over the yeah. place anyway. Right, but so we have then we may have a three-hour show. I like this question from Jill L., who says, Why do MSU fans get bothered because Ole Miss baseball starts their season strong when every year they peak in February and tank in April and May when it counts as reliable and there's death and taxes? It happens every year. They're so much better than us. That's the Ole Miss State fans in February. By May, Ole Miss is like, you know, fourth in the West. Just calm down. Uh, let's see here. Anthony Wynn wants to know, Why is it customary for teams to put out a weekend starting rotation? That's a good question. You know, why don't you just TBA it? I mean, there there is a certain level of just respecting your opponent yeah. there. Because like, like in MLB, I'm really not sure what the college rule is. I think college kind of as much as possible requires it a little mm-hmm. bit. But like in MLB, you, you are supposed to announce your starting yeah. pitcher. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Carter Bentley, 
What should Steve Robertson's burner name be so he can ask us questions? Dreadlock Dog? <laughs> um, Muttley Crew? Muttley Crew. That's pretty good. <laughs> Muttley Crew. That's the new Steve Robertson burner. Uh, Kevis Wright, what are your predictions for the first-round picks for the Saints and Dolphins? He was he was just polite. No one replied to my question, please. No one did. No Kivis. one did. Here we go. Sometimes kill more flies with uh, with was it with honey than uh, than vinegar. Yeah, yeah. Did he ask who he wanted or who we thought no, what it was our going predictions? To be? My okay. prediction is the Saints will go either defensive back or they could go wide receiver. I've seen a lot of picks for them picking a cornerback, uh, but the the and the, I've seen receiver. I think Kadarius Tony's name a few times, which I would be thrilled with. So. Yeah. That's where I think they're going to well, go. Well, my prediction now, I told you before that we started the show, yeah. is uh, Sewell, the offensive lineman Benet from Oregon. Um, Miami traded their starting left guard today as we record and seems to be paving the way to take Sewell with the number 6 overall pick. All right. Bo Haley wants to know, we have to pick from the current MSU roster here, one out to save your life, who's pitching? Landon Sims. Yes. One chance to hit to save your life, who is batting? Just get a hit? Yeah. Tanner Allen. Yeah, it feels like that's the correct answer. Tim Watley. The dentist? Okay. Is it pimento cheese or pimento and cheese? I always put the and in it. A lot of Southerners put the and in there. But you can also say pimento cheese. Like, if you see it on menus, a lot of times it's pimento cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no and when you see it. But I always use the and. Uh. Uh, he says, when was the ticking time bomb that is the LSU Athletic Department going to explode? It's a great like, question. I feel like it's coming, though. Feels like the, the but it's felt like it's coming. Critical mass is coming at some point. It has to be. It's probably going to start when, when, they, when, when they struggle in football this year and Orgeron gets canned. That's I was going to say, Bianco. Uh, Bianco uh, Maneri. Maneri. Yeah. Will Wade, uh-huh. Ed Orgeron. Who, who, is, who is the first Orgeron. one of that three out? Orgeron. Despite the fact Will Wade remains on a wiretap. We'll see. I think Orgeron will be gone by, by December, though. So we'll see. You know, you could all... LSU seems to have righted the ship a little bit, but you could make a case that here very soon, because they just hired a new women's basketball coach, mm-hmm. that all four of oh, their... Oh, yeah. I, I still believe that. Would, would be, I still be believe new. that. Uh, last one from Tim. Is Ole Miss a good team that has lost to better teams the past four weekends or simply a bad team? You could have made the case that they lost to better teams, but then they lost to LSU. Yeah. So they're just not that good a team right now. They're, they're, they have, they're, they're, they are, they have some, underachieving right They have now. critical flaws. Yeah. But they have some very good positives. I still think, even without Elko, that lineup is still pretty darn good and can beat you any day. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been to Rosenblatt Stadium? Uh, I mean, I've been to the. I did not go to the actual stadium. Now, have so never I've been to a game at Rosenblatt Stadium? No, I, I went okay. to the site where Rosenblatt was the right, last couple times. I like Catherine Turner's question, but we can't really answer it. Uh, Paul Barrett, what's your go-to sore throat remedy? I don't really have a go-to sore throat remedy other than just like sucking down some like cough drops, something, yeah, I, something to soothe. It. I keep it like, it's pretty simple with the cough drops. Um, so. There's very few things in life that stink worse than having a sore throat. I can't stand it, but it happens. It just—it's like your whole body. Yeah, hate you know, hates yourself. Which of these is trashier: traveling to another school's campus to vandalize a statue and getting arrested, or leaving non-biodegradable confetti all over your school's landmarks and in fountains in some cases for someone else to clean up for the sake of a picture? 
Did I miss something on the second one? I know what the first one is. I'm I'm lost here with this. Which of these is trashier? I'm gonna definitely go with littering. Yeah. Because like vandalizing a statue usually it means like they just paint it or something. You can clean that up. Yeah. But making somebody else I mean, I guess there's somebody else doing it in both times, but doing something for the sake of a picture is just dumb. Describe these foods. What is thunder and lightning ice cream? Thunder and lightning ice cream? Yeah. So if there's an ice cream based on us. Turn and Spoon creates you, thunder and lightning ice cream. Okay. Do you uh do you like vanilla at yeah, all? Love it. That's my favorite. Because I'm thinking like vanilla with because uh, keeping with the theme here in yeah. our sponsor. Yeah. I love the blueberry cobbler. So like a vanilla. So I was thinking like a swirl. vanilla with well no not coffee squirrel but like maybe a blueberry because that looks like lightning a little bit with uh-huh, a uh-huh. blue streak through it. Oh okay okay. So I'm thinking like something vanilla with like a like blueberry swirl like in a it. blueberry jam in there. Yeah. Okay, I can live with that. Thunder and lightning sushi roll. Ooh. So the you want some fatty tuna? <laughs> and uh, some. Can, can you put jalapeno or something in it? Give it a little kick. A little kick. Well, for you, you got blonde hair, some yellowtail. Okay. Even though they're not a yellow fish, and uh, yeah, a little little spicy sriracha on top. Give it some kick. There we go. What is the thunder and lightning dipping sauce? It needs to be uh, uh, sweet but salty. Sweet but salty. Right. Sort of like a uh, like a spicy honey barbecue or something. I'm good with that because I okay. love honey barbecue. Right. What is the thunder and lightning breakfast combo? So what it is is it's an acai bowl with like granola and all the healthy stuff in there. And then a side of cheesecake stuff, French toast <laughs> with bacon. Uh, That's it. Well, I, I was thinking that, or either like a, a stack of the blueberry pancakes from IHOP, along with some hash browns from Waffle House, or something like that, and just mix the two together. It's the best of both worlds, right there. Um, what songs, Lance Pardue? What songs always make it onto your personal road trip playlist? Um, Thunderstruck's on there for sure. Yeah, for sure. You gotta have a little, little kick there. Um. Inner Sandman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always, you know... Living on a prayer. I, I, I'm going to have some Toby Keith. Should have been a cowboy jamming right. at some point. A little point. more country there, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to throw some Garth in there, too, if I if I can get it, because, you know, he doesn't want to put his crap on. Yeah. I want Lost and Found by Brooks and Dunn. There you go. I want that to happen. Um, Living on a Prayer should be on there from, from Bon Jovi. Uh, from Motley Crue will kickstart my heart. Um, yeah, those are all good choices. Can throw some Van Halen. Van Halen's good. Good what, cruising music. Which Van Halen song do I want? I want uh, "You Really Got Me." There you go. And I like you know when you on the way home, it's now an, uh, it's now a tradition. Uh, ever since two years ago, anytime I go somewhere and come home, like when I'm getting close back to Starkville, got got to play a little Ozzy. Mama, I'm coming home. Yeah, I agree. End it with that. Yeah. All right, Justin Strawn, four thirty in the morning. My gosh. Uh... I've been a teacher for 15 years, and 12 of those I've taught 7th and 8th graders. I've seen a lot of very intelligent people do a lot of dumb things in those years. What profession do you think is seen as the most dumb things? Teacher, police officer, or emergency room doctor or nurse? ER doctor and nurse. I just I think it's police officer. You think so? Yeah. Because the ones who do things that are really dumb and somebody dies, the ER doctor never sees that guy. Oh, that's true. That's true. But, I mean, police officers see people like... You watch an episode of Cops... <laughs> Tell me what they see. Which now know? no longer airs, I don't think. That's true, but you know what I'm saying. But yeah. So the real answer here is like is like retail people. 
they see really stupid stuff. I really do. I, this is not, again, don't want to go down a political road on Thunder and Lightning, but I miss cops. I wish they would show. Yeah. wish that was still on. I wasn't a huge fan of cops. It's just so awkward watching people just be stupid. Uh, which is better, a pleasantly cool day in the summer or a pleasantly warm day in the winter? Cool day in the summer. Yeah, I, I totally agree yeah. with that. Which of these is worse, downright cold day in the spring or a downright hot day in the fall? Cold nothing. in the spring. No, no, I hate cold. Nothing worse than you, you, you know, football Saturday on like October the twentieth, and out of 95. nowhere it's ninety-one. <laughs> like that's just miserable. Like I thought we were past all this. The phrase "thanks in advance" has always bothered me because it comes across as really passive aggressive. I agree with that. You basically are saying you have to do this because I've thanked you for it already. Does this phrase or any other phrase irritate you the way this one does me? You have a pet peeve phrase. I probably do. I'm it's, sure we we all do. That's one of those things. Like if you didn't say it, I could probably tell you what it is. But asking me, it's like making them escape my brain. Yeah. I just you know. He's right though. The thanks, he's right. In advance. thanks in advance is very passive aggressive. There's no question about that. Um, like if somebody who you know, could you do this for me? Like, I don't know. Could I? Like people who don't know like the difference could and would. Bother, that bothers me. Like, I love doing that to my kids, but I do it all the time. If they ever ask me, can I? I'm, I don't know. Can you? I get them every time. Like, may I? That's what you're supposed to be asking me. So, maybe maybe that's just for me, though. But I, it drives me insane when my kids say, can I? <laughs> like, I think you can. You know how to read, don't you? <sighs> can I eat this? I don't know. Does your mouth work? Yes, you can eat it. Jeez Louise. <clears throat> Um. <laughs> this is a funny question, so here we go. Hey, Swenson, if an SEC West baseball team has outstanding hitting stats, pitching stats, and tall players, why would they lose their last four SEC series? What's causing all that? <laughs> we, got a, we got a new record, by the way. Longest show ever. Yeah, this thing is pretty We, we got a lot of questions lengthy. today. That's a good question. He wants me to answer uh, this this question as uh, as a American dream. Does Ace Swenson? What body part is that 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 Yancey Porter? Well, I think you know the answer to that question, Daddy. Uh, he's the ace. <laughs> if you will. Oh. Um, Alexandra Watson, who had the first question, now she's back in the mix. Seven hours later, whatever. Uh, please explain the difference between hosting and being a national seed because I'm confused. It's pretty simple. Hosting means the games will be played at your stadium. The regional, the regional will be at your, at your stadium. stadium. The national seeds means if you win your regional, you'll host a you will regional. also host a super. Correct. The American Dream actually has a question here for us, Daddy. Thoughts on moving the SEC baseball tournament to the ESPN Wild World of Sports in Orlando, Florida? You know, I used to run that Florida territory, Daddy. <laughs> Me and Kevin Sullivan. Former spring training home of the Atlanta Braves. What do you think? I just don't think that you're going to... I think a lot of the people from Starkville that would go to Hoover ain't going to Orlando. You can make a Disney trip out of it? I mean, RV parking's good? Some would go, but you're, would you're go. definitely cutting down on attendance. Mm -hmm. Justin Strawn, not happy about my Clinton Kershaw comments from yesterday. <laughs> Ace Wentz on a scale of one to kill them all. We're just murdering people. How annoying is it that people are voluntarily answering the questions they weren't asked? It's incredibly annoying. That's why we have the rules. You're just cluttering up my mentions. 
Ryan Nelson, who would be the ultimate? You know, that when we do that, we're punishing the people that asked the question. We're not punishing the people that answered it. Well, that's well, why we make the people. Well, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to be smarter than that. You got to figure out a way to get your question answered. You got to tell those people off. Uh, Ryan Nelson, who would be ultimate guests for your show? Dak. Yeah. Um, is there anybody else like in the world of sports? I would love to have Greg Sankey on. I think it'd be interesting. You know, maybe we could ask some questions, but I want, I want answers. Unfiltered. I don't Greg want Sankey. word salad. But Dak is the correct answer. Unfiltered John Cohen would be fun too. Like, don't don't give me AD answer. Don't give me the Mississippi State politically correct. Gotta have the, you know. And I get I get why you know you want to have a professional opinion. But like, here's the truth serum. Stick it in your arm. You gotta give the exact truth. John mm-hmm. Cohen would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Patty Park Duck. Paul Bearer versus the Honky Talk Man. Who wins? I mean, the Honky Talk Man wins. He's the wrestler. <laughs> Paul Bearer was a manager. Can you imagine getting whooped in the corner? <laughs> no, Honky Talk Man. Don't shake, rattle, and roll me. <laughs> be great. This is a fun question here. This is my favorite question of the day for me. Coach Allen McKean. Your goal is to make Zach Arnett throw a chair at a press conference. What question do you ask him? I've got this. Coach, I thought your defense played incredibly well out there, very well disciplined all over the field. Felt like they couldn't have improved in any aspect of the game whatsoever. I thought the the, the game plan was very successful. Uh, Honestly, was this the best performance your defense has ever given? Yeah, the podium's getting slung. The podium is getting slung at me. All right? I, I might, as I'm finishing the question, just go ahead and duck down. <laughs> That's it. Also, you look great today. I'll tell you what it may be, though. A, a close second, maybe it's first, would be like if State lost a 6-3 game or something like that, and you, you ask Zach Arnett after a game, mm-hmm. like, your defense did enough today or whatever, or something like that, Yeah, and he would lose it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Quite, imagine like after the LSU game this past year. They gave up 34 points and all this, you know. Or a game where, or even better, if a state can win a game like 56 to 55. And, like, the only reason they won is the offense just kept bailing them out. Yeah. That, that, there's, yeah. Coach, I thought the defense did, did, did enough to win. Yeah. You know? in, 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 any, in any situation. Because, you know, his big thing is. When, when you, you go know, back and watch the film, how pleased were you? <laughs> his big thing is always, you know, good defense is just allowing less points than your mm-hmm. opponent, kind of mm-hmm. thing. And like, it, just after well, shoot was real after any like loss yeah. to to ask him, like, your defense did enough today, right? Yeah, and then yeah, I think he would snap. It'd be like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Starts coming out of his pants. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Dylan Newell, if you were given a PhD degree, but you had no more knowledge of the subject of, of the degree. Besides what you have now, what degree would you want to ha- be given to you? I could go either way on this. I want either do I want to pick a subject I really feel like I know a lot about, like am I a PhD of Batmanology, yeah, something like that, or do I want to have something I know absolutely nothing about, like molecular biology or cryptocurrency? Yeah, and so that when I argue with people, like you don't know what you're talking about, I have a doctorate in molecular biology. What do you mean I don't know what I'm talking about? That would be really fun, right? That would be fun. I'm going that way. I'm going the evil way. <laughs> like I'm just going to argue with doctors and stuff. Like I have a doctorate in molecular biology. What do you? Where did you go to school? I'm up there, like you know, mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. I think we all agree on that, right? 
<laughs> Is that the way to go? That'd I be think a lot so. of fun to watch. Um, oh, man. Andy Losick wants to say, can this newly minted Bulldog dad get a few bars of the Cruton song in celebration of Coach Glenn and the equestrian team announcing the daughter that our daughter will be riding for MSU in the next year? Thanks, guys. We learned a ton from the show. So his daughter has joined the equestrian team here All at right. Mississippi State. So one, we're just going to do the, the last word. You know okay. what I'm saying? One, two, three. Cruden! Uh... Kyle Bulware is... Am I still on the actual Cruton song? No, it's, it's the is old one. Is it the one. old one? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't find it. Uh, Kyle Bulware is, Don't you dare and okay, sorry, Dad. Two phrases that are sure to get two individuals as mad as Zach Arnett after winning 45 nothing. <laughs> I would love to get Zach Arnett after a 45 nothing win just to hear what he complained about. Uh, don't you dare isn't that bad. Okay, sorry, Dad makes me want to punch somebody. <laughs> we're, we're, we're the other day in the, in the press box, and I was like... We have the new guy, Theo DeRosa, who's taking over for Ben Portnoy. And I, I know Theo, but I hadn't really said it. So I was like, I was like, Theo, I'll sit over here by you and let's get to know each other. He's like, okay, sir. And I was like, no, don't you start that. And I said the word with me. No, no sir. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, Clifton Taylor, what is your favorite This Is Sports Center commercial? His is when Arnold Palmer comes and makes an Arnold Palmer, which is a great commercial. Uh, my top two are when Charlie uh, Steiner says, or get, uh, with uh, Vander Holyfield. Yeah, that was going to say that the, the Steiner Holyfield. Steiner, one. come yeah. get your whooping. And it's the Steve Irwin one, where the Florida Gator gets off the out. <laughs> the, 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 Ooh, isn't he gorgeous? That makes me laugh every time. How I go with the size of this beauty. When I think of the This Is Sports Center thing, that for whatever reason, the Holyfield one's the one that comes to mind. It's a great one, yeah. Like, it is the first thing Charlie that Charlie Steiner in my head. has two of the funniest. That one and the Follow Me to Freedom. Yeah. I mean, Charlie Steiner is just hilarious. I would I would hang out, even though he's the announcer. I was going to say, Dodgers. it's funny to me that you like Charlie Steiner. He's but. hilarious. Plus, he and I have, we, we could reminisce about being, you know, guys who have sort of made it in the sports world with no looks on our side. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I was agreeing. All right. Hey, I, I would throw myself in the. I'm running out of time here. Chelsea kicks off. Chelsea has kicked off. We got to hold on. We got to. We got to open up a tab here. Hold on. <laughs> not. I'm not missing this. This is Champions League football. What am I doing here? Real Madrid. Chelsea. It's amazing to me that like you will miss parts of Saints games sometimes, but you will not miss Chelsea. I try. It, not it to. is the craziest thing to me. I mean, I, I I don't miss a whole ton of Saints games. Not a whole ton, but yeah. I feel like you're more likely to miss some of a Saints game than you well, are. Well, I mean, Chelsea. especially the, the this is the Champions League. If the Saints are in the playoffs, I'm not going to miss it. All right. Um, who? Oh, we're in blue. Okay. Brian McDuff, my good friend. Do people seem overly upset about the outcome of the past weekend? I don't think overly upset. People are just they 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 felt like they let Sunday get away. I think in the moment, a lot of people were kind of aggravated. Yeah. And now with. A little bit of cool-off time. I think everybody's level-headed again, it seems like. Yeah. What would you say is your favorite action movie of all time? Mm. <sighs> favorite one? <laughs> I don't... Gosh, I don't know. It's It's... Do you have Do you have one that just when you hear well, it you just we, automatically we, know? We, we got into this yesterday because uh, the rewatchables just reviewed mine. The, it's Predator. It's Predator. 
Predator, Die Hard, Rambo 2. Those are probably like the, the, the top three for me. I mean, some of the stuff that's coming to mind for me, like it's not even like, you wouldn't even classify it as action movie. So I don't I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go with Ram- the Rambo series and stuff. I mean, I, Predator to me is the perfect action movie. It is everything you want in, in a film. Love it. Nothing not to like about Predator. Last one from Brian: Can superhero movies be considered action films? They're sort of a subgenre, but superhero movies are their own genre to me. Like I, I don't consider Endgame an action film, or The Dark Knight. Yeah, those are superhero movies to me. You agree? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about uh, what was it? It was that uh, it was the Superman one, right? When uh, like the whole second half of the movie was basically a fight. Yeah. Was, so I mean, so so many of those. Yeah. They are very action oriented, but I, I, I guess just how you classify it. Yeah. Uh, ooh, that looked like it hurt. Uh, Caleb Glover. What are the who are the three most iconic pro wrestlers? The three most iconic pro wrestlers? Yeah. Hogan, Flair. And? Man, that's tough, because then you got to decide between Rock and Austin, probably. I see in terms of iconic. <sighs> yeah. I'm trying to think, does, does Dusty Rhodes make that list? I don't know. If you're going just recognizable. It's Austin. That's the Rock. I was going to say, it's, it's Rock, Hogan, Flair. But Austin's not far off that list. Yeah, let's go with those three. Let's go with those three. Uh, Caleb Glover, rank these cakes. Coffee, cheese, fruit, tea, urinal, and crab. Well, urinal's last. Yeah. Uh, I think cheese is first. Yes. I love crab cakes. Not not a huge okay. fan. Well, then what? what's coffee? Sure. Coffee cake? Yeah. So... Okay, so we're uh, this is this is it to me. You ready? We'll start. Cheesecake, coffee cake, crab cake, fruit cake. Fruit cake, tea cake, urinal cake. A tea cake's like a sugar cookie, right? It's like it's no, it's like a little, like white cake. No. Oh, okay. No, it's not because that's a sugar cookie. It's a cookie. It's not. It's not a cookie. Okay. I, 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 right. Your list is good. All right. Last one from Caleb here that we're going to do. Rank these ring announcers: Michael Buffer, Bruce Buffer, uh, Howard Finkel, Mean Gene Okerlund, and Gary Capetta. Mean Gene Okerlund is He's different. more of an interviewer. He's man. more of an interviewer. We're taking him out as much as I because he would be number one, too. Michael Buffer's number one, an yeah. icon. I'd put Finkel, too. Finkel, too. Capetta. Bruce Buffer is third. He's the voice of UFC. And Capetta is fourth. You good? Yes. We're doing it. Let's switch back over here to see what's happening. Nothing good. All right. Will Frydenreich. Frydenreich. Well, wait, Will, you asked us this question before about where could we go anywhere in the world. Where, it's a good question, but we've asked it, answered it like a bunch of times. Um, Winston Kimmel. When we talk about a team trading for a higher draft pick, we say they are trading up. But when it's a lower draft pick, we say they are trading back. Why don't we hear about teams trading forward or down? You hear trading down sometimes. You hear trading down every I've never now. heard trading forward. No. That's a good question. You know, back is the opposite of forward. So, uh, that's a good one. 
Eric Busby, would you stick your head in a hornet's nest if it meant your favorite sports team won a championship that year? I probably would. Yeah, I think I would. And then this is the question of the day. New question of the day. This is it. Eric Busby, rank these chain restaurants bread. I love bread. Cheddar Bay Biscuits, Olive Garden Breadsticks, Texas Roadhouse Rolls, Outbrack's Brown Honey Wheat, and Cracker Barrel Biscuits and Cornbread. Cracker Barrel Cornbread is on is, is last. But he said biscuits and no, cornbread. No, no, no. Those are two different things. Two two things. Oh, oh God. There we go. Just trying to keep up with the game here. So, maybe a shocker. Texas Roadhouse Rolls are number one. Those honey yeast rolls oh, yeah. with the honey button, that's number it's, one. It's like Quincy's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, I miss Quincy's. I do too. Uh, that's one. Cracker Barrel Biscuits Bis- are two. I may, I may, you may disagree. I think here's where I would throw Olive Garden Breadsticks. Yes. I love Olive Garden Breadsticks. Yes. Cheddar Bay Biscuits, fourth. Yes. The, the Outback Bread is not that great. I mean, it, it, it's just not in that comparison great. to everything else we're talking about here. Right, no. right, right. And then cornbread's last. I'm, I'm, I'm actually higher on cornbread than you, but I in know. this instance, in this ranking, I'm, I'm with you. All right. Flying M. Rank the number threes for MSU. All okay? right. Marcus Bullard, D. Boss, Cam Dantzler, Boo Ferris, J. T. Ginn, Kenzaki Jones, Derek Piggies, Dante Walker. Boo Ferris is number one. Yep. D. Boss is number two. I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. Is Bullard? I'm between Bullard and, and Dantzler and Pegues. I say Pegues is third. Then Bullard. Then Dantzler. Then Kenzaki Jones. Then Ginn. And then dead last is Dante Walker. You with me? Yeah, it feels weird putting Ginn that low. It does, but he only had really like one three quarters of a of a year. Yeah, yeah, it was a college world series year, and he was, it was like a, and he's a big part of it. He was all of America, but Kenzaki like, Jones was a big part of state's maybe its best regular yeah. season ever. So I, I think you're right. It just feels weird putting. It does that feel low. weird. Well, they're all good players except for Dante Jones, Dante Walker. Yeah. So our official rankings: Ferris, Bost. Who do we say? Pegues, Bullard, Bullard. Dantzler, Ginn. I'm sorry, Jones, Ginn, Walker. There you go. There you go. All right, here we go. You have to give up one one thing here. I have to give up MSU Sports, the Giants, the Saints, or the Lakers. Same with you, but yours is obviously the Braves. So, okay, hold on, hold on. Mine is those four things. I would give up the Giants. I could give up MLB. For you, you have to give up Braves baseball or MSU baseball. Ooh. Right, right now today. Mm-hmm. Because the brave, like, I mean, everybody knows where my heart is, but right. Mississippi State is such work oriented, and I'm such a Braves fan that it kind of feels like I'm closer to being able to say MSU baseball here because it's work. Like, if I'm just regular, like if I, I was in a spot where I was. You know, 2013, 24, mm-hmm. I was on the beat. Yeah. Oh, gosh, man, I, I don't know that I could give up one of them. Mm-hmm. I, I, 
I think I will say I'm giving up MSU baseball just for the sheer fact of the Braves. I have it longer. I would have it from basically February right. to October every year. All right. And MSU baseball is basically February to hopefully June. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Colton Peterman. Is there another job in the world that can be performed as poorly as SEC and MLB officiating, yet those workers stay employed? Yeah. Weatherman. Weatherman's a good choice. I was going to go uh, <laughs> congressman. Yeah, that too. They just keep getting reelected every year. doesn't matter what they do. So, uh, Let's see here. This might be it. Might be it. Oh, last one. Leighton Cherami, who once again set himself up. No, we got a few more questions here. Never mind. Man, marathon today. We're going to almost two hours. Uh, what are your thoughts on not having a preseason top 25 and only using the playoff poll? That way teams will not have a ranking until that point in the season. I don't like it. I, I don't get mad about these preseason polls. I think they're, especially in our job, they provide content. Yeah, for sure. They provide sure. discussion. And, and really like with college baseball, all the polls for college baseball mm-hmm. don't mean a darn thing at all, ever. Yeah. Oh, for, ba- for and for basketball. They don't matter. What matters is when you have... Uh, it's just for football. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Get it. <laughs> yes! Get in! The American, Christian Pulisic, just scored. Beautiful thing. Let's hope he's not offsides. Go Chelsea. Up the Chelsea. Up the Chelsea. Clean up that ver- the, verbiage a little is bit. Is that a hashtag? Uh, no, it could be, yeah. Um, Cameron McGee, this is a really good question. I give my wife coach speak answers when she answers me very mundane questions about house chores using the classic buzzwords like execution, game film, game plan, being fundamentally sound, et cetera. Give me your best post-game interview coach speak answer to doing the laundry. So you're going to do this one. I always do. Your your, your turn. Ready? Yep. Hey, Joel, did you do the laundry? I did. And I tell you what, Brian, it's all about the fundamentals. I mean, you got to have that balance. You got to have, you got to have the, you got to have your washing machine properly loaded. Uh, you, You need, you need your, your washing machine on good footing. Um, and at the end of the day, it's just all about that that right mixture and making sure you're doing doing all the little things right. You know, putting the right amount of detergent. Um, you know, hopefully you sorted things out the right way. Um, and then when you close that lid and you push that button, you can lay your head on the pillow knowing that you gave it your all, and they're going to come out clean. Pretty good. Very good. All right. Um... The Dak Knight. Which decade had the hottest bats? 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2000s. The 90s. 90s. Not even close. Not even close. I just picture LSU crushing yeah. dingers. What was your weapon of choice? What kind of bat did you have? Um, It was an Easton... Um, I can't remember now what it was called. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the main bat that I picture in my mind that I used the most was an Easton something or other. <laughs> All right. Last one. Oh, we got a celebrity today finishing. I think this it off. was the uh, the connection or whatever like that. I'm trying, to, I'll have to Google it now to make sure I'm calling it the right thing. It's but been... Courtney Robb has our last question. Today. Oh, another celebrity! Why do people bother with chicken breasts when chicken thighs exist? I don't know if she meant this to be a rumblings question, but it is now. See, that's a hot take because I'm I'm all about the breast. See, the uh, the reason the chicken breasts exist is it's bigger. You get more meat. And I'm such a big white meat guy. Yeah. Lots of white meat. Like, I, yeah, I just that's a hot take, Courtney. I don't know. I love chicken thighs. Don't get me wrong, but chicken breast certainly has a purpose. Absolutely. 
that's how we'll finish up the rumbling. I, that's it. I don't know if you we, we were talking about Instagram earlier. I don't know if you follow Courtney on Instagram, mm-hmm. but uh, she's quite the chef sometimes. Yeah, she's, I respect Courtney Robb's food takes. Yeah, she knows what she's talking about. So believe it. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap up right at the two hour mark here. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow. Plenty to talk about. Baseball and football. We'll do the uh, cornerbacks tomorrow on the uh, positional breakdown. You just made it through the longest show in Thunder and Lightning history. You did. Congratulations to you and to us. For Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.